Hi, I'm Jack the DM, and thanks for choosing the Slice and Dice podcast. Now, over to me. Good evening, good morrow, and good day, and welcome to another edition of Slice and Dice here with the Many Lands campaign. It's uh, it's been an interesting couple of weeks. We've got some great uh, uh, developments for you uh, on and off camera. Speaking of which, hello everyone, welcome to tonight's stream. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, but the enthusiasm is palpable. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, become foul bot. Thank you. Um, so, uh, in terms of, I, I already G'd things up quite nicely uh, for today's uh, stream. So, before we get into the Manylands campaign and what's going on in this week, it's obviously the recap of what happened in the last session, uh, a couple of little shameless plugs for you. Shameless plug! First of all, on shameless plugs, those of you who have not uh, joined our podcast yeah have subscribed to our podcast channel that's um anchor.fm slash slice and d6 i believe but there's a link to that on our twitch page um if you haven't already uh signed up to our podcast i would definitely recommend you do so because now we have our own exclusive podcast series uh which is baldoa it's a uh it's more of a narrative audiobook kind of feel, um, which I will release chapter by chapter, uh, narrating uh, the events of uh, <laughs> Bowder, Rocky Bowder. Thank you, Marshall. Um, narrating the uh, events uh, are following a uh, five individuals in the continent of Baudoa, a fictional setting created by DM Lauren. Um, so the first chapter, Midsummer's Eve, released on Monday. That's last Monday, a week today. Uh, it released a week ago today. Uh, uh, so go check it out. It's, tw- it's uh, nearly 13 minutes of your time. So nice, short uh, episodes. So it's really something that once we have a few of them, you can binge uh, binge listen to as well uh, when, whenever you're off traveling somewhere. I would, I would thoroughly recommend it. And that's not just because I'm narrating it and mixing it. Um, <laughs> just also because we've got some really cool uh, characters in there. And we're also, um, we also have a Patreon now. Uh, which is to uh, basically to, so you guys can uh, help support uh, turning the Baudo series into a, a YouTube series complete with artwork uh, from our, our artist Gerald Dareth, who's been like, oh, "No, it's fine. I'll do it for free." And I'm like, "No, you can't do it for free. You are an in, you are an independent artist, right? You deserve some money for your work." I just you know, I said, "You know, I can't afford to pay you enough on my own." Um, let's do a Patreon. Uh, so there are three tiers of our Patreon subscription. If you'd like to support that endeavor, you will, of course, uh, be named uh, on at the end of each of our videos as a Patreon backer. Uh, there's a £2.50 tier per month, a £5 tier per month, and a £10 tier per month, each which gets its own uh, perks. £2.50 is basically the kind of entry-level, just general support kind of thing. Um, then five, you're getting the personal dedications in the uh, in at the end of the videos, and then the ten pound per month one uh, subscription is where you get the pre-release access, so you get material before it goes live. And I'm already starting to post up some of the artwork for that because we, uh, I'm, it's been really fun, guys. Honestly, like each day going onto Discord and then having another piece of artwork be sent to me and be like, oh, this is so cool. Um, so yeah, if you uh, want to get behind the project, really would appreciate it. 
Um, there's a link to our Patreon, again, on our Twitch page. You can see the Patreon link. Become a patron or consider becoming a patron today. Just check out that page and see what you think. Uh, thank you in advance. So that's a, a big old shameless plug for that one. Shameless plug! Uh, speaking of subscriptions, I mean, we thanked him last week, uh, last last session. But thanks again to Pavel, who's been on a six-month run as a subscriber on the channel. Keep it going, Pavel. Thank you so Love much. You, Pavel. You're, you're the best. He is, he is actually I'll the make best. sure your character doesn't die in a home game. Yeah, we'll make sure, we'll make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. You've, you've guaranteed safety through, through, through purchase. That, that's how it works. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey to uh, Betafly in the chat. Thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Um, and, uh, and other... other uh, other shameless plugs. Do I have any more? Am I running out of juice? I do have another one, actually. Shameless plug. So we had the uh, uh, the premiere of uh, Baldoa on podcast last Monday, and that was, of course, because we were missing the cage because we had some scheduling issues and hadn't been able to get the next session played of the cage. However, I'm pleased to report that uh, on Thursday just gone, we did so, and it will be dropping this time next week. That's Monday at 6 p.m. on our YouTube channel to make sure you don't miss the premiere of our next session of the cage. Make sure you are following us on YouTube. Again, there's a link to that on our Twitch page where it says catch up and has the YouTube logo. Go, go subscribe. And hey, if we hit a hundred followers on YouTube, not a big number, but if we hit a hundred, we can then get our personalized uh, um, uh, domain for uh, <laughs> for Slice and Dice on YouTube. So it could be youtube.com slash slice and d6 rather than youtube.com slash number, 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 letter, number, letter, number, letter, number, 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 slash that sort of thing. So that would be great. So that's that's the goal. And hey, if you guys uh, give us a follow on there, uh, muchas gracias coming your way. So uh, <laughs> uh, that's out of the way. Um, unless you guys have any announcements, any shameless plugs, no? Cool. Uh, in which case, then, uh, we'll jump in with tonight's session. And um, just before we do so, because I didn't do it last time and I kicked myself for not doing it, uh, thank you guys uh, t- today for uh, to Bart and to DK for repping the merch in our merch store, uh, uh, Teespring. There we go. Got some Slice and Dice merch on. And obviously, thank you, Marshall. You did it last time in the session, I, I recall, as well. So thank you for doing that. Um, uh, yes, it's always, always good to see the merch. Always good to see the merch. If you want to check out some of the uh, merch lines for yourself, you can do on our Teespring page. Like everything else, surprisingly, you can find it a link to it on our Twitch page. Anyway, that is enough. That is enough, Jack. No more shameless plugs. Okay, let's jump in with tonight's session here in the Manylands campaign on Slice and Dice.
And we are back. Uh, so before we jump in, because uh, we just, just pointed it out during the, the title credits, one more shameless plug for you. Shameless plug. Now, if you haven't joined our Discord yet, there's a link to that on our Twitch page, but uh, there is a link on our shameless plugs on Discord for uh, a very special uh, charity one-shot, which is being run by uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Gilliburn, <laughs> at Mr. Gilliburn uh, on uh, on our Discord uh, is running a charity one shot uh, uh, with friends and other uh, RPG uh, players. And if you fancy giving a little money to uh, this uh, charity one shot they are running on Saturday, you're also going to be a chance of winning a ton of prizes. They've collaborated with uh, D&D Beyond, with uh, Hero Forge, with all sorts of RPG based companies. So they've got some good gear for you to get your hands on. As I said, uh, all you've got to do, go to our Discord and there's a link uh, to uh, to more details about that uh, charity one-shop with Mr. Gilliburn and co. Uh, so yeah, make sure you go check that out. Uh, that's, that's your Saturday all sorted, nice and easy for you. Anyway, with that final shameless plug, that post, uh, post-credits shameless plug out of the way, uh, last time in the Manylands campaign. So, um, well, first of all, um, before we get into the bulk of the party, let's talk about Brucon and what he's been doing uh, in uh, in the Eerie because he's been having a lovely time at Fight Club or the Eerie, as it's otherwise known, um, uh, trying to develop his uh, skills with the Tomfa and equally trying to uh, uh, piece together some of the visions he's been having, trying to uh, understand more about himself and where these visions are coming from. And uh, in order to help with the latter, um, the master of the Eerie, Master Talon, gifted uh, Brucon a what's known as a singing bowl, uh, a brass bowl, a bronze bowl, sorry, with uh, 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 with a striker, uh, which he can then use to meditate with. And so Brucon has already discovered through using that that uh, the melodic, the melodic tones, melodic tones of uh, the bowl have magical properties and aid in healing when you're uh, when you're meditating and resting. Um, so it seems like that's cool. And equally, he senses that there are more magical properties to uh, this item as well, but he needs to spend more time with it and uh, roll well to uh, get something more from it. Uh, so uh, he's kind of working alongside that. And in between uh, our chill-out sessions, because there's no booze to be had, really, around the Eerie, unfortunately, for, for the Drunken Master Monk. Uh, there are, uh, however, um, many people to spar with, and he's been working his way up the ranks in his spars and learning uh, more about the Tomfa and manoeuvres and that lot, uh, and finally has been challenged by Drez, the captain of the Dragonborn Wyvern Riders from the Dragonborn Kingdom, uh, who overtook the Eerie and have basically been babysitting slash keeping Brucon hostage while the rest of the party go off to retrieve Neris and then come back and Drez finally challenged uh, Brucon to a fight during uh, the rainstorm and thunder that's been going on uh, in the Eerie. It was made for an epic cinema to- uh, cinem- cinematic fight. Sorry Brucon, sorry Bart you're going to say something. No it's fine. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> okay, no problem. Yeah. No, it's alright. Uh, well, the, 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 the thing, Brucon uh, challenged him to a fight in order to put an end to his relentless, passive aggressive. Yeah. Yes, you of, did very uh, much call him out on sarcastic that. Sarcastic lingering. 
you you definitely called him out on that as well because you even said you know uh, let's not be coy about this so let, let me skip a few pages ahead i think was the term you used which was like ah yes i like it the direct approach lovely lovely job and in fairness uh, direct was exactly what you got um it was quite a tough fight uh drez revealed his particular martial prowess and also his harnessing of uh of um of lightning, I believe, um, uh, in his strikes as well. Being a, a dragonborn uh, of the blue dragon heritage, uh, was able to harness some of those powers in his uh, melee strikes, which was interesting. But Brucon still managed to best him because, you know, monks with stunning strike one-on-one are having a lovely time when that lands. So uh, that was a, it, that was really the decider in that fight. Uh, and it resulted in the... Um, in the Aarakocra of the Eerie, siding with Brucon at the end of the fight just you know pay the respects to him but also to make sure that the other dragonborn don't then start a fight with Brucon and it ends up in a bloodbath and so instead the dragonborn drag their unconscious leader Drez away uh, back over to their wyverns and there's a kind of a little bit of a divide at that point and that's kind of where we left Brucon where a relatively uneasy piece had uh, landed in the Eerie. Meanwhile for the rest of the party uh, a bit more uh, strange happenings were going on after um, coming back from the uh, uh, from the events uh, under the brewery um, you guys um, had uh, done some shopping you had also uh, finally uh, Malar had uh, resurrected or should I say unpetrified Lady Helene Grenforth um, who has been lingering in the temple for the longest time petrified so it was a real good uh, real good moment for uh, Malar to prove himself and how far he's come as a uh, as a cleric of the eight as well um, in addition to that uh, so uh, after all of those happenings in the day he went home uh, for the evening uh, and Seth uh, finally got to uh, finish his negotiations with Jackman Winklebottom, selling the house, as you guys are due to leave Hilberg, selling it to Jackman so that he can set up his own new tavern to replace Flaming Jacks that spectacularly got burned down. Um, you, uh, uh, you settled on uh, a good fee. You've got half of the money up front. That's 2,500 gold pieces up front. The rest is going to be sent in in the form of items and precious things worth the equivalent money will be sent to you in a month's time as per the agreement. I owe you lots of money, <laughs> signed Jackman. Essentially, yes. Um, and in addition, and so while that was uh, all going well, not so hunky-dory for Leobrin, who overnight uh, started having strange, another strange nightmare. The hunger that he'd been hearing before uh, t- took on a more physical form or, or should I say, uh, had uh, more physical attributes to it. Uh, and Leobrin woke up kind of starved of some of his life force uh, and just looking fairly gaunt as if, you know, he literally had had the life sucked out of him uh, as per the curse of this ring, which Malar decided enough was enough uh, after overnight theorising that perhaps Leobrin was a vampire. Turned out he wasn't. Um, but... Uh, shame but uh malar uh, then uses remove curse in the morning to remove the ring finally and tells the open he probably should never wear it again despite how healthy it may have made him feel when it was uh giving him health rather than taking it away but even after the ring has been removed leobrin is still feeling the effects exhausted uh reduce hp which in his case is he hasn't got a lot of wiggle room with that so that was uh that, that that's worrying however uh too we'll real. see what happens in the future. It's too real, guys. Um, 
yeah um so that happens uh and then you uh, you also noticed uh, during the evening the housekeeper, Fennell and Henley, apologised to you uh, for not being there to serve breakfast. She was tending to her son, uh, who had uh, received some wounds, uh, including some burns after happenings the previous evening, which you guys theorised. Maybe he's one of the cultists. That would make sense. Um, but we won't talk any more about that. Let's just leave. We'll just never mention it to her and we'll just leave. And Fennell unhappily has also been offered a job at Jackman's new tavern. So she doesn't have to change her uh, place of work, which is nice. Uh, so you do your final uh, bits of admin in Hilburg and we have uh, some tearful goodbyes, some parting of the ways. In fact, parting ways is the name of the last session. Uh, Glaive leaves you. The uh, animated uh, art, um, dwarven statue leaves you uh, heading to, uh, he says, to Rundar to the capital. Uh, as he's been told to go there and uh, also learned from you guys that there's a great library there and he wishes to learn and read more. So he's decided to go off there and is also being guided by Elusha, so he claims, goddess of hijinks, who has said that you guys will be fine so he can just leave. Which uh, Malar in particular was a little bit uh, put out about. But there we are. That's Yep, there you go. You see, you're glad I do these recaps now, aren't you? This is exactly what happened last time. He ran over to that exact spot. That's where his notes are. <laughs> Hang on, I need to write this down. Uh, so anyway, that happens. And then in the morning, uh, once uh, uh, Seth uh, uh, sells on the uh, the mithril breastplate that you had acquired from the leader of the cultists, uh, you sell that on to Asim, the lieutenant of the guards at Hilberg, uh, along with Fleeting uh, and Leobrin. And... Uh, Fleeting t- has been offered a job with Jackman, uh, working as a kind of bouncer type figure at the, his new tavern, and also uh, takes the red plate armor off of uh, Seth, saying that Jackman will probably want to buy it, and he could probably sell it and give you guys the money for it. Uh, and then it is time for Fleeting to say goodbye to the rest of you as you go to head on your way towards the Dragonborn Kingdom. It is a very touching moment, but I think encapsulated with Leobrin. Uh, uh, getting Fleeting to put his name in the book uh, in Leobrin's wonderful uh, armoire, or grimoire, should I say. Not armoire. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wardrobe. A grimoire. <laughs> hey, I'm going to make a new spell Yeah, called Leobrin's wonderful armoire. You, you have come across an armoire of invulnerability, mm. so they, they do this exist. Is, this is an armoire I can carry around in my pocket, but it like, expands <laughs> Tiny to full armoire. size when needed. Anyway, the grimoire. Book-sized armoire. The uh, grimoire... Um, uh, your Book of Shadows. Uh, so you put uh, Fleeting's name in the book so that now you can use Farscribe to speak to Fleeting whenever you like. Fleeting then asked, well, as is his wont, what is the collective noun for the people in your book? Which Leoben said was friends, which was very, very nice. It was a very cute moment. It was ruined by Fleeting because he didn't really react very well to it at all. But it was a lovely, touching moment. And on that touching note, you guys head out of Hilberg, continuing with your mission. Now, as far as I understand it, and you guys are feel free to correct me if I am incorrect in this assertion, but I believe that you guys are um, going to be heading back to the Eyrie via um, going swinging by Brina's uh, uh, settlements, Firth Haven, um, so that you can drop off the ginseng she's picked up to then create the potions of cure curse. And then I believe you're going to meet... Greenblade at the Salt Lake as Malar had messaged him to tell telling to meet him there. Is that yep, is that the right. kind of course of action? Now, cool, great. Uh, so, as was established uh, last time, 
It's a horrible day. It is chucking it down with rain. Uh, Visibility is pretty poor. It's pretty grey out there. Seth, you are the navigator. Uh, you can make a intelligence check, adding your proficiency with navigator's tools. But you are going to have disadvantage on this at the moment because of the conditions and making it very hard to get any kind of bearing of the direction you're heading in once you leave sight of Hilberg. Okay, so just a general intelligence check. Uh, yeah, intelligence and then add proficiency for navigator's tools. Cool. Uh, uh, just 11. 11. All right. It is... Uh, as I said, it's difficult to, especially because uh, the only reference points really would be the roads, and you guys need to go across country to get to uh, to Swerfhaven, to the entrance to it. Uh, so, um, with an eleven, you guys uh, are—it's—it <coughs> is tiring work trudging through uh, the hillsides. They're becoming quite muddy in places in the lowlands, quite boggy as well uh, over the course of today. Uh, can each of you uh, roll athletics checks, please? Ooh. And I'll roll for... Neris and Karina. Okay, they're fine. Okay. Brilliant. Well, how'd you guys do? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so- Okay, I'll go one at a time. I'll go around you. So, Brucon is not there. The Oberyn. <clears throat> 14 14 <laughs> sorry sorry Bart I, sh- I should have been like do you want to play would you like to roll for Brina would you like to roll for Brina Bart uh, I'm perfectly happy to sure do, do <laughs> it do it okay 14 for Leo Brin Mala uh, 20 20 fantastic Seth 8 8 I thought you said 8 okay well Neris is fine uh, got a 17 um, so although Hang on a minute What's Brina rolling? Uh, athletics. And she has a strength of six, so I'm not athletics. holding out much hope for her here. Yeah, it's, 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 oh, yeah, six. Oh. <laughs> strength of six. Yeah, strength of six yeah. and a dexterity of eight. She's, uh, But she has an intelligence of 20, so, you know, swing and a miss. So, you know, wow. Yeah. Quite, quite the... Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, quite the min max there. Stats. I was like, how did we get six? Oh, yeah, rolling, rolling. That's <laughs> All the rolling. <laughs> Live and die by the dice. So, um, whilst Malar trudging through, no issues whatsoever, Leobrin and, Ma- and Neris are finding it a bit harder work in the lowlands. They do manage to get through. I think, you know, Neris probably following Malar's lead, probably gro- groping onto you as well, like gripping your arm or something, Malar, at times, just to try and, you know, use your extra force to try and get her through. Um, Seth and uh, Brina, however, are kind of getting are getting quite stuck in the quagmire. Um, you can you can free yourselves from it, but it will require a strength saving throw from you both. Ah, my expert level of strength. <laughs> this is just going to spiral horribly. <laughs> Spiraling for Brina, so bad for me. Make an athletics ah. check. It didn't go well. Oh, okay, that's fine. You can fix it. It's not a problem. Just make a strength saving throw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that'll be better. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> yeah. D&D Beyond tells me what you it rolled, was better. James. It was it's amazing. Better. It was yeah, 10. Yeah, I rolled a 13. Okay, so you both managed to get yourselves free. 
Um, you do both suffer a point of exhaustion, though, from the effort. Uh, and also, this is obviously snowballed in with the just trudging generally through uh, bogs and over the wetlands, which you are at the moment. Um, so both of that you not looking actually, great. Re- that reminds me. One second. Leobrin also has already so got one level of exhaustion. Oh, no, no. Still 14. Still 14. Okay. I got okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Did you just do your? Did you just do your patented rolling the same thing no matter how many? No, I rolled. I uh, rolled better on that one. Oh, nice. So disadvantage oh, yeah. on the check. Uh, that that that, ladies and gentlemen, is is how you are play an honest. How you're an honest player is going. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. Let me roll this again. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Kudos. Uh, I'm here to suffer. <laughs> we are this, just a suffering circle of pain. Yes. Yes. That's yes. D and D, folks. Uh, okay. So. Uh, so, uh, I would say by by sort of lunchtime, you are well into the hillside. It's um, it is uh, still pretty uh, pretty bad weather out. It's still raining pretty hard. Uh, it, there hasn't been much change in in that regard. However. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay. Um, however, um... <laughs> wow, that that was such a DM snicker in the corner there. Wow. Uh, uh, sometimes I I just surprise even myself with things that I've written down in advance. Go, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> right, okay. So um... the last time you did that laugh, I got killed by a rat. Uh, like, <laughs> <I> mean, this... <laughs> killed? He's, he didn't get killed. Definitely You're unconscious, around. but you know, you know, you know how it is. So, um, <clears throat> uh, as okay, what? Wh- um, who has the highest passive perception in the group? Let me double check this. I think, uh, ah, th- oh, yeah, Brina with her ridiculous passive. eighteen. No, that's not right. Yeah. Right. No, passive perception's wisdom. Yeah. Wouldn't. Uh, Mallow would be pretty good at it. I think Mallow would be pretty yeah, good I got, at it. I got, yeah. I got 14. You got 14. Yeah, I think that might be... I'm just going to double-check Brina's because that it could be correct if she's got perception. It is incorrect. That shouldn't be there. Okay, so it would be Mallow. Mallow, above the din uh, of the uh, the howling winds and the rain, uh, it starts very faint at first, but it gets closer, and you can hear, as well as howling, you can hear the uh, huffing and shouting it sounds like a, a very angry it's got a, a a feminine quality to it uh the the voice that you can hear and ahead of you you can see a figure um looks roughly five and a half feet tall um stamping through the mud heading in your direction and you can see there's a, um. a, a large sack over one shoulder I would love to try and get a better look at what, who this person is. Like, if I can deduce anything from their build, stature, gait. Yeah, sure. In which case, uh, you can make a perception check. Throw Brina in the air for, like, a better view. <laughs> and make sure to catch her. Sorry, it's Bart in the chat. Just, just sorry. You laugh. <laughs> ah, 13. I thought that's what you snickered up before. 13. Okay, um... From what you can tell, this seems to be uh, a travelling. Uh, could be could be a merchant, maybe a farmer. It's definitely not an adventuring type. They don't appear to be armed. Not familiar in any way. 
Um, no, not one you recognise. Um, they've got kind of... Um, well, they've got quite loose... Well, it, you would guess it would probably be auburn hair, but it's looking darker with all of the, the rain. It's kind of slapped onto uh, across her face. And uh, a wild a wild martyr has appeared. Good evening. I'm going to add to you to Hello. 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 You've come Sorry at a, I'm late. No problem, because you've come at a pivotal moment, because I was just describing a character coming towards them who happened to be, <laughs> happened to be a female humanoid, and then suddenly, bam... Yeah, suddenly Nair is like, what, there's another woman in the universe? I don't like her. How dare you? How dare. There can only be one. Humanoid. (laughs) Let's not mention the fact that Breed is in the party now as well, and therefore there's two. But anyway, anyway. We're we're playing Star Wars rule. There's only allowed to be one woman in the universe. There can only be one. So We've we've already made the Smurf joke. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we already made the joke that Brina is Smurfette. Anyway, so you said well, well, okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, with that excitement out of the way, um, so yes, it looks like she would have auburn hair, but due to the rain and it being kind of slapped across her face, she's clearly been out here for a, a long time, absolutely soaked through, having a miserable time. She's got some freckles as well. In some ways, you kind of get a resemblance to. Um, possibly to the captain of the guards kind of has a similar you know like the the um similar genetic makeup should we say um i'll sort of indicate this to everybody else that there's somebody coming up and maybe um just just have us hold position wait for them to approach us okay um i guess when they're within 30 foot 60 foot malar will wave and say Oh, hello. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and uh, the figure stomping along suddenly stops and looks up. Looks up at, at you. Hello? Who might you be oh. then? Oh, I'm, uh, I guess, shouting from afar. Oh, I'm Deacon Mallow Shade Creek. Uh, I'm of the Hammerfern Institute of the Eight. Uh, Who might you be? She continues stomping over when you you start reeling off your elongated title, uh, drawing closer to you and goes, Oh, that's a fancy name. No, uh, I'm, uh, (laughs) I'm Helen. Uh, Yes, I'm just on my way to Hilberg. And uh, where have you come from, miss? She, she sighs. She looks red in the face. In fact, it, her face goes redder as she, uh, seething with anger, you can see her trembling a little bit. Um, she says, well, I was meant to be having a lovely time out in the forest with my best good man. But no, he... <laughs> It's nothing but a disappointment, frankly. It's over. I've got all of his stuff. I know exactly what he's been doing. You know what? I don't even want it anymore. And she just takes the the, the sack off of her shoulders. And says, you know what? You can have it. Ela, there's probably some stuff you'd like in there. It's not for me, though. Ah, oh, that sounds like such a horrible, horrible event. And I look in the bag. <laughs> okay, Seth, you can make an investigation. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, no. I don't have that. So she's there, 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 there. <laughs> What have we got here? Yeah. What a tragedy. What, what am I doing? Investigation? Yeah. 
Natural 20, 21. All right. So, Seth, um, so the items in this bag, it seems to... Well, what is disconcerting, Seth, is that there are there are enough clothes to constitute what an entire person would wear so there are there are uh, there's some breeches there's uh, a shirt there's a waistcoat uh, there's uh, undergarments uh, these are all male items um, <clears throat> there's also uh, what takes your fancy though are these very strapping fur boots uh, which even with your natural 20 right even just by looking at them, you're like, these are magical. I, there is something arcane about these. They're surprisingly dry, whereas everything else is kind of wet. The, the, the sack, you know, isn't waterproof. But the boots are miraculously dry and uh, look like they'd be ideal for wintry conditions. You also spot a coin now, purse, Seth. There's a lot of clothes in here. The per- person who obviously did you so wrong isn't going to be wandering around naked around these woods. Oh, hell if I know. Hell if I care. He can go to the Nine Elves for I care. Anyway. Oh, now, miss. Steady on. Oh, 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 sorry. Mustn't blaspheme in front of the, uh, in front of a man of the, of the, of the eight, of course. Yes, yes. But, yeah. <sighs> I've just not had a good time, to be honest. And I just want, I'm soaked through, I just want to go home. So, if you don't mind, you can take his stuff, and if you see him, don't give it back, alright? Because he deserves to walk around and walk back naked as far as I'm concerned. If we see him, do you want us to beat him up? This is in our wheelhouse. Oh, oh, that would be a most kind offer. Just, not, maybe not too much, but just slap him upside the head a bit. Now, do you want him to punch him, and I point to Mella, or do you want her to set him on fire, and I point to Neris? I don't know, young one. She she speaks to Neris. Can tell that you're you're a youth, obviously, teenage teenageish looking elf. I don't know. Have you ever had? Uh, have you ever had a man who irritated you to the nth degree that you just wanted to, you know? Set him on fire. He looks at Seth. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like that's. Uh, uh. I resemble that remark. <laughs> <laughs> Just because uh, I don't have a reasonable comeback because it's truthful does not mean <laughs> I'm not hurt. You know what you did. <clears throat> Which time? Exactly. Yeah. So, does Liam actually say that? Because that would be great. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, does Leo say that? No, Leo, Leo keeps his tongue. I mean, did this interchange oh, no, actually Leo happen between that. Seth and Neris? Because <laughs> it sounded like it did. This, you did actually say this, you two. I, I yeah, did. I, Neris did it. say that. Like, All right. yeah. Leo, under, under his breath, does say, which time? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Seth? Seth hurt. Seth, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh. <laughs> For that sick burn. <laughs> oh! Seth takes 2d4 self-respect damage. Psychic <laughs> damage! <laughs> that, was a, that was vicious mockery right there. Uh, 
23. 23. Uh, you catch out of the corner of your eye uh, the uh, this uh, Helen lady uh, and the backstroke of her hand as she goes to slap you across the face, but you duck out of the way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you are angry at the naked man, not me. She, she looks at, at Neris and, and you know gives a, gives a knowing nod. See, I bet he deserved that. No! No! <laughs> uh, then, like, there is a second. Everyone stop nodding. <laughs> also, also, <laughs> also Neris <laughs> looks a little smug. Several miles away, Griffon starts nodding for no particular reason. <laughs> I gave her a magic potion, like, one day ago. I gave her a... Ma- oh, I'm yes. helping her train... Fu- oh, I'm walking away. Well, if you, well, you, uh, you know what, Miss? I'm taking if, the boot. If you see my Beckett, you can do the exact same to him. That's uh, that's uh, that's completely free. You do, you do that. I don't know about the setting on fire business, but then, I, I, I've never set anyone on fire, so I, I couldn't really say. But I imagine that might be, as long as there's no lasting damage, that should be all right. Can I insight this strange? Sure. Oh yeah, that would be a smart thing we should have done at the start of meeting a person on the road who was giving us free items. Fourteen. Cool. What are you trying to? Uh, what What are you trying to get a read on? Whether she's being honest or? or... Yeah, like how much of this is a, a spun yarn and how much of this is is truthful? Okay. She seems to be. She seems to believe every word she's saying. You don't get any sense of of uh, duplicity about this or any. You know, deception involved. This seems seems to be pretty straight up. Um, but then again, I mean, it seems a little bit gratuitous in what she's what she's saying. And equally, she has all of this person's possessions, apparently. We've had stranger things happen. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. I'll let her go back to beating up. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, uh, with that, uh, with that nod to Neris and that um, <laughs> essentially giving you the green green light, uh, she uh, think right. Well, if you don't be keeping me any longer, I'm going back to Hilberg. Good day. I hope. Ugh, hate the wet. <laughs> Bye. What time of day is it? Um, it's it's hard to tell because of the weather. It's it's just gr- like dark greys, cloudy skies. But you you would guesstimate when you set off and how long you've been on the road now. You're looking at... This is probably mid-afternoon now. And was there anything else in that sack apart from boot, Seth? It was a coin purse. Which I haven't opened. Okay. Uh, and some and clothes. But just, just general garments. Nothing of note. So, <laughs> with that out of the way, you've got the. Are you taking that sack with you, Mister Seth? Is there anything I, of use in there? I I stomped off when everyone was being mean, and I. Took <laughs> <the> <laughs> you took the shoes, did you? Yeah, I took shoes as I stomped off. Okay, so there is currently a sack on the floor, <laughs> covering rain, which you can see has some clothes and a coin purse, a leather coin purse in it. And I, I yell back, I'm like, yeah, maybe there's some clothes and a coin person. I just mumble as I walk away, mean friend. 
still going in the direction you well, uh, have charted. Malar will pick up the coin purse and open it and he'll mutter something about, um, you know, it's all going to go to a worthy cause eventually. Okay, uh, so yeah, um, inside, 10 gold pieces, 3 silver, and uh, 20 bronze. Sorry, copper. Okay, I'll, I'll do some maths on that in a minute and yep, I'll no divide problem. it up between the... How many of us are there now? Six? Um, six. There will be six uh, when you re when you get to Brucon. There'll be six, yeah. Five currently. Yeah, five. Uh, uh, and um, Malar heads off in the direction of Seth. All right, now Seth. Seth has stomped off. The rest of you uh, now no. need to make perception checks because he has stomped off quite some distance, and given the conditions, it's yes. hard to see him. What? No. Can I, can I use my trunk? Try and smell him. You can. You can. Yeah. 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 Twenty-four. Twenty-four. All right. Uh, so is is going to be enough? You do. It. Fortunately, you are standing downwind of Seth, so you do get. Um, <laughs> you do. You can smell his musty odor. Uh, uh, <laughs> the aroma. Oh, the Seth. It's musty odor. Does, does Seth smell a bit fishy at all times? Yeah, a little bit. Why? Why am I playing today? <laughs> why are you guys bullying me? Um, Drink your beer and eat your cheese swell, man. Uh, no, but in in fairness, Seth, you would have I finished my cheese swell. Oh. It's, a, it's a, oh. in a fair point, bad. Seth. You would have um, Seth would have noticed this uh, the first day after he'd done the deal with the um, with the voice that he had this more musty, fishy odour than he did before. Uh, but he would have got used to that by this point. Uh, the rest of the party, however, probably can pick up on it. It's not it's not um, oppressive, um, but it's it's just kind of more of a background smell. It's, it's, not a, a, it's not the strongest smell, but it's certainly there. I wasn't paying attention to who said, oh, does he smell of fish? So don't make me watch the VOD. Fess up. Who said it? <laughs> Who gave Jack this idea? I believe it was well, I, I, I would hate to drop anyone in it. Um, Came from the ether. Marshall, I'll be it's, watching the ocean. <laughs> it's, it's definitely canon now. But anyway, fortunately, it's fortunate you do have that odour because otherwise Malar would not be able to pick you up. Uh, which means the rest of the party can, can, can catch up uh, with Seth. Who, in fairness, is not moving as fast now, being a bit exhausted after, you know, trudging through quagmires and stuff. Brina too, flagging a bit, uh, as is Leobrin. Uh, but Neris Mallow, you you guys are faring okay um, uh, through the uh, th- through the muddy wet and wetness that you're going through at the moment. So, Ow. so uh, unless so, you guys can uh, presumably are continuing on towards uh, Sverfhaven. That's that's the plan, right? Yep. Yep. Yes. Cool. Yes. All right. You keep on going uh, until, um, as you continue trekking for the next few hours during this relentless storm, uh, you do, Seth, you notice that the sun is starting to set, which is troubling because you should have arrived there before the sun started set- setting, even even, um, even just walking. You'd, you'd have two horses, of course, but you're obviously going at a walking pace. 
um, we're not there yet. You may be lost. You might need to try and figure figure your way out of this. Oh, hmm. I did not get that. Sorry, Bring I was being a bit too uh, subtle. <laughs> the down has vanished. <laughs> Brina, which way are we going? Where do you live? Uh, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't really know where we are. Um, uh, maybe we should look for a, a, a landmark or something. Uh, can we see any landmarks? Can you? That is the question. You may Ma- rule. Mala, give me a boost. Give me a boost. So uh, I would say either you can perception check or you can do an investigation check if you want to, you know, explore around the area rather than just kind of just looking from your current spot. Up to you which one you'd like to do. Or, oh, or possibly, actually, no, or survival. There we go. On, can I do a perception check on Mala's shoulders? I will, I will go up to Seth and I will cast Enhance Ability, uh, the owl oh. one. Yeah, for the site. Noise. Noise. Yes, you can do that. Sure. So yeah. roll with advantage. Rina's investigation is through the stratosphere and it's her home that she's looking for. Yep. So bring her investigating seems smart. Shall I roll for it? Do it. Do it, man. You can both roll. Oh, I'm going to use cool. purple. She's with so mine? The rest of you are allowed to roll too. Don't forget. 11. <gasps> well, guess who just rolled a natural 20 for a, f- a total of 28 on that Hi-oh. investigation roll? Brucon. All right. No. Is he is he watching us on the airy natural twenty yes. perceptions? Like I can see them two days away. Yep. <laughs> Brucon's now uh, meditated so hard that he can see into the space between spaces, and all of time lays out before him. He can he can meditate a scrying spell. Oh my God, yeah. Brucon's crossing the yep. streams. He, he, he literally can do that now, actually. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Brina, Brina, Wait, what? It's like twenty-eight, isn't it? Yeah, natural twenty. Yeah. All right. So Seth hopelessly sits on Malar's shoulders, <laughs> lo- looking out. Uh, uh, and Seth, you 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 get you you can see vague shapes through the through the uh, through the fog cover ahead of you. No, that that could be a rock formation. I think it's there. It's it's the first time we've done this. I I was just distracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure, man. Whatever you got to do to justify it, you you carry on, bro. You do you. <laughs> um, meanwhile, <laughs> Brina um, has noticed that that is not, in fact, a rock formation. Uh, uh, in fact, Brina um, has been able to establish that uh, you need to go off to the left. You're very much to the right of where you should be going, uh, and where Seth is pointing is, in fact a group of wild animals uh, which do not appear to be particularly friendly so at this I believe we should roll some initiative now uh, now Bart did you oh, want no. to play as Brina during this as we haven't got Brina oh. today that's great fantastic yeah. thank you alrighty then Angelique, I, Angelique I promise I will be careful <laughs> <laughs> I won't for example just go spell slots baby woo <laughs> and just start firing off all of the, all of the nonsense. Uh, I think you just deafened them. That's uh, how Angelique Martin. plays. Yeah. yeah, I think I think my eardrums are gone. <laughs> oh jeez, oh jeez. Oh, you, you can tell that through the grin, she is just like her ears are bleeding, and she's just dying a little bit inside. I have, I have dropped the game. Hopefully, uh, we're at a slightly uh, 
It's no, no. Your normal speaking is fine. It is the woo. Uh, <laughs> it's good that these are nice and like you know, like tight and sealed around my ear holes, so <laughs> none of the blood will come trickling down my neck. <laughs> oh, no, you I, know? Mean, the, I think the chat will thank you for that. So you know, mm. you're just, just suffering for your art, man. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I, it's fine. I appreciate it. So you, good, good on you. I'm never using. I'm never anything using, for you. I'm oh. never using any d20 but this ever again. I that that, I literally two rolls, two natural twenties in nice. a row. This, but this, this roll is on fire. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so uh, I'm going to have to switch cameras for this, and uh, I also before I do that, Neris and. James isn't here. Fantastic. Marta, would Neris be riding on Laos or would she be walking? Riding, darling. Riding. 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 That's what uh, <laughs> Reginald would say if anyone bothered to talk to him. <clears throat> Seth, Already. sorry, James, would Seth be riding on Horsey, Reginald, or would he be on foot? Um... Is he carrying all of our stuff? Uh, yeah. I mean, y yes, he is, because Neris is riding on Laos, so yes, he's carrying the majority of the stuff. Uh, if he's carrying the majority of stuff and we're all going at a walking pace, I wouldn't probably be on him then. Sure, that sounds good. Shit. Sensitive to Reginald's needs. He's, he's a good boy. Which I never thought I'd say about Seth, but there we are. Um... Alright. I don't like this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like it. I think the title for today's episode will be James doesn't like this episode. <laughs> just, just, just call it fuck that. It's, it's great clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I'll change cameras so you just don't see my arse as lovely as it is. Um, uh, one second. And... Can, can that be the picture that we have for yeah. you? Can, yeah, they, <laughs> sure, yeah. can. Even more clickbait. I'll frame it. Hey, <laughs> yeah. 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 the episode is called "Fuck Seth" and it's Jack's ass. Whoa! Slightly different D and D campaign. <laughs> what sort of slicing and dicing will you be doing today? Um, it's a very different kind of stream than the one we intended. Uh. I, I don't like I don't like either of those verbs in that context. I have to say, neither slice nor dice feels remotely appropriate to me. But okay. What did I miss? I'm coming back to Jack setting up the map. Yes. Um, so when, so you know how we got uh, the I say we you got lost. What? <laughs> that's not a thing. Uh, but I, that's the plural you. I mean, everyone who isn't Brucon, Brucon knows exactly where he is. Um, but uh, there was a kind of like, where are we going? Where's Furfaven? Uh, and Seth went, I found it, guys. And then looked again and went, I haven't found it, guys. I found vicious predators, guys. And I got it. I got it. Oh, you mean the rocks? I don't got it. No, they, they, they were definitely rocks. 100% rocks. Mm -hmm. Well, regardless, yes, no, that's, that's no chance there was something else. All right. So, four rather large looking creatures now i appreciate chat that on the map they would appear to be a dog a horse and two gungan steeds <laughs> however due to budget cuts uh, these are in fact 
not those creatures. They are four of the same kind of creature, but are all of an amphibious variety. Um, but we'll uh, we'll get to that. So, uh, in terms of uh, your initiative, did anyone get twenty or above? Uh, I haven't rolled yet. Sorry, one sec. Rude. Obviously, we're waiting on Seth because no, no, no. Okay. Holy wow, that's a roll. All right, nobody got above twenty. Twenty to fifteen. Yes, Brina rolled nineteen. That is exceptional for Brina. <laughs> Because you're natural twenty, of course. It's literally, it's literally the best result she could have got. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. One of the things in the new setup is that camera does keep switching between uh, the battle map and me. But hey, oh. that's all good. It's all fine. Uh, anyone else? Twenty to fifteen? No. Oh, bless. Oh. Okay. Fifteen to ten. Yeah. Eleven. Eleven for Malar. Marta wouldn't Same as Mellar. All right. Same as the other two. All three elevens. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> El- elves before Loxodon. I'll let you choose who goes where. <laughs> oh. You don't. You can. You can roll if you want. You can do whatever system you want to do, but figure it out between the three of you. So, who wants to go first out of you three? Uh, it's up to well. DK's going last. Roll it. Roll it. Sure. Let's, let's roll, roll it. it. Yeah. Decide. Straight roll, no modifier. Uh, to you, because I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Never. I was gonna say I rolled a seven, so I wasn't exactly holding my breath. <laughs> I think I think Bart uh, Bart found something very funny. <laughs> it must be relieving for you guys to be rolling the crap roll oh. right now. Yeah. Bart, Bart likes an audience member. Comment, I think. Oh, most awesome All map right. ever from Buck Naked Buddy. Thank you, thank you, buddy. <laughs> To be fair, comment and comment, yes. uh, comment handle combined. C- considering what seen... we were just talking about, yes. <laughs> I, had, I had seen the name earlier. I already. Hoping that they would comment. about turning it into a dirty stream and they just start coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> What's this I hear about naked? Dirty. <clears throat> so. On to cleaner matters. Um, ten to Neris, five. Neris, and Mala. Yeah. Yep. Nine. Nine. Th- oh, Seth. It's that exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Just the lowest there. possible... I was going to say, that's a natural Dude, one. Not even with exhaustion. I just rolled a natural one. I'm just trying to justify why you... <laughs> I'm, I'm, tr- I'm giving you an out, but okay, it's fine. I didn't I didn't have time to roll a second one. I just rolled one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, dear. Bless you. Um, all right. Um, so, um, so, these creatures you can see uh, ahead of you, um, they did not do well on, uh, on initiative either. Uh, so, yeah. it is Brina first. And yeah. It's just the back um, here. Right. There will be a moment while I weigh up what the options are. Um, so are they? Are they? Are they can, so first, couple of questions. Firstly, can Brina see them at all? Um, she can see shadow. She can see kind of outlines through the fog. It's uh, so she hasn't got great visibility, but she's got line of sight in for the purposes of targeting for a spell. Right. Um, um, it's sort of lightly obscured. It's rather unlikely that Brina would um, immediately go straight to um, uh, explode them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that Brina will cautiously call out, "Hello," uh, and then wait for a response while also readying an action to cast. Man, figuring out her spell situation is uh, interesting. Um, Uh, 
Is she going to move think... closer or stay or hang back? Definitely hang back. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's say if if one of them if one of them moves forward in a threatening way, or if one of them moves forward and she concludes that it is dangerous, um, she's going to lob a chromatic orb at uh, its face. All right. That sounds readying a readying a chromatic orb pulls out the diamond, just in case. Lovely. All right. Yeah. Okay. Next up then is Neris. Riding lance. Her fancy. Uh, do we know what kind of creatures these are? Um, Did I miss that? So you can see kind of outlines. You get that they are large creatures. They, you know, look like they would even on riding on Laos, they would be near enough your height. Um. To get more information than that, uh, you can either move closer or you can make a perception check from where you are. Currently. Or would casting fireball bring enough light? It's a very good question, Marta. I guess we'll, you'd have to try it to find out. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to try, won't we? Well, okay then. <laughs> um, <laughs> all, right, all right, go ahead. Dawn it. I just love Dawn the it. I love the uh the absolute parallel where we've got um <laughs> we've got Brina being like it's, she, wouldn't, is, she wouldn't. I couldn't hear them. you for a sec. I just love that we've got Brina being like I uh Brina wouldn't, you know, f- fire at these things straight away and like the nearest would straight away. Don't know what yeah. they are. Fireball done. She says absolutely nothing. But doesn't like the the look of whatever is up there and yeah. My so, fault, sorry. I'll read. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, so fireball, yay! yay. Okay, yay! So they have to. So it's a uh, deck save throw. Fourteen is fourteen. Well, fourteen. Well, would you look at that? They better not all succeed. I feel like Brina's kind of there cautiously, like reading the chromatic chromatic orb. She's kind of like, okay, this is going to be tense. We've got to, and then just. Boom! Massive explosion, a, and she just kind of looks around like, "What gives?" But but I didn't even do it. On the plus side, Would on you the like plus to side, they're definitely going to be coming towards us, threatening. <laughs> so you can use the spell. See how safe would think that was an upside. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, she 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 casts it, and then if anybody's looking, she'll just look down from her horse and just like look menacingly. <laughs> so that is uh, that's like eight d six. So that's. Nine plus I thought that seven sixteen plus eight twenty four and then plus <laughs> ten thirty four Dommage thirty four fires are started in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Sour roll, literally. Okay. All right. Uh, when furnace, you're not really in the forest. You're more on the hillside, but um, but but there are some trees around. Um, um, where? Such as that clump you can see on the map, which has been expertly put out there for you. Mm. Mm. Uh, there you are. Uh, Thirty-four, you say. All right. Bad daddling. With that boom explosion, you hear. A cry of a thousand voices suddenly silenced. No, you hear the cry of... Um, you hear a, a, a cacophony of ribbits as uh, these four creatures uh, with very deep croaks ironically have not croaked it, but they are, most of them, looking pretty 
burnt and singed. And just in that quick moment, Neris, you can see that these appear to be giant frogs or toads. I relay that information to the team. <laughs> Boom! It's they're frog. Giant, they're giant frogs. It's frog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's frogs. You know what happens to a toad <laughs> when it's struck by a fireball? Same with everything oh, else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the worst line in the history of film. I agree, I agree, and it gave me great pleasure to award that line to Neris in that moment. Um, <laughs> okay, because you basically killed everything. So anyway, next time. I love it. She is a storm no, of great, fire. Good, good call um, for these friendly, peaceful toads. Next is Leo, um, unless you're moving. Hello. And Leo, Bryn, you are just next to Rina. You can just see. Cool. Uh... I mean, not really, but okay. Uh, anyway, uh, I know what I'm doing. I cast... Back row. I cast Speak With Animals. Ooh, fun. <laughs> yep, cool. Are you saying... Yep, 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 yep. Are you saying anything? Yes. All right. Um... <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. We come in peace. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Neris like here turns around. You. That's about six seconds worth. Neris turns around like, <laughs> just okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, just like. Looks like it's gonna be Leo undermining Neris from now on, rather than Seth. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> All right. Okay, so Seth, you. <laughs> You hear back through the through the thunderstorm, through through the rain and the the breeze. You hear, ah, that's not peaceful. Ah. <laughs> if that's peace, I hate to see what war is. Says another one. And yeah, there's there's much confusion amongst the toads that you can understand. You were coming at us quite aggressively. <laughs> what? Also, they're really trigger happy. Um, I think that's quite enough. Mala, <laughs> unless you have anything else, Leo, I think that's your turn. I've done an action. You've done, done an done action. You've confused the toads, which I think masterfully done. Um, Mala, you. you're next. Um, Interesting. That's that's made me reconsider what I was going to do. Um, <laughs> second, I'll, I'll cast second level bless and give um, everybody but myself in the party bless. Attack rolls and saving. That'll be my turn. That's definitely going to help those of you with. Oh no, because it's only one level exhaustion, which is I think just ability checks, right? Or is it attack rolls as well? I can I remember? I've got my shit. No, you, you do not. It's, it's just ability checks. You do not uh, have disadvantage on attack rolls from. Hey, three. Three, cool. I think. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, Seth, you are next, and you're really? next to horses. Has everyone had a go? Everyone's had a go except you. Ah, I know. Um, well, they've been warned in the face with explosives, so. I will continue in that fashion, and I will fire an Eldritch Blast at the closest one. All right. Go for it. We're sending very mixed messages right now. We can't in peace. I always go with the first message, and our first message was fire in their face. 
I mean, we've still got Brina desperately holding on to her ready chromatic orb, like, nope, they haven't done anything aggressive yet. I'm just uh, going to wait. You know what? <laughs> I posted a Ooh. meme in the meme channel about this. Thank you. Thank you for your service. It is much appreciated. So the first roll is uh, 19. So mm, seven, ooh, yeah, uh, 26. These are not armoured toads. They're not battle toads. So yes. And damage-wise, it is nine force damage to him. All right. This one in front here croaks it. Blech. Yep. And then the second blast will go to the next one. All right. That is uh, ooh, two plus seven. Two plus seven, you say? Nine. Then. Yeah, that's nine. Okay. Maths, lovely, good. Um, cool. Uh, so that brings it. Oh, maths, come on, Jack. What are you doing? Uh, <laughs> okay. Yep. That one is still up. But does not look best pleased from what you well you can't really see what, what their expressions from here to be fair but uh, in that fleeting moment of the arcane light of your blast you saw it look confused and surprised about the light coming towards it as its pupils suddenly contract massively <laughs> hit by the thing still alive that one though that's uh, are you moving at all uh no am I in, I'm in the front line aren't I you are uh, yeah, I, oh, I'll move slightly in front of Horsey so they would attack me before Horsey. Look at him. The tankiest of rogues standing in front of the, uh, standing in front of your horse. Lovely. Cool. I mean, he's, he's got the HP of a Leo. I can't let him get hit. And, and Leo is standing directly behind him, so you've got this kind of chain effect <laughs> with you standing in front protecting <laughs> them. Um, all right. Um, finally, it's, it's the toads go. Um, <laughs> I mean, Okay, uh, they rolled an unnatural 20 on their intelligence save. So they kind of go, you, so Leo, you hear them go, Brad, they hurt us. I don't like them. No, they must go. Flee, leave now. And they all start scampering off. Hopping, hopping away into the, into the fog. They are, they are retreating for now. Um, are you going to follow them or are you going to let them flee? There is just kind of like slightly smugly, just um, kind of slumps all forward on the almost as if a <laughs> on the neck of the horse and just goes like. That's right. That's what you get. <laughs> yeah, come back. What you got, guys? <laughs> no, it's not. No, she's just there, like, like yeah, Barack Obama face, like yeah. What we do? <laughs> not bad. Not All bad. Right. We've we've we fucking made it. One attack and people just run away now. It goes like the fist bump, Seth. You are. You've reached little, the zenith. Little, little fist bump. And I, I bet he's her, gonna leave her. <laughs> Congratulations! You defeated four giant toads in the in the rain. Nice one. Good job. <laughs> If, I mean, you pretty much want, for the win. If you, I mean, if you, if you must know, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to inflate anyone's ego in particular anymore. But that fireball left three of them with five hit points. So, <laughs> so you know, clown <laughs> there is rolls. You know, just just like just like shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah, that that that's it's a system. You know, it's it's taking it's inspiration we from questions at all from Seth. I mean, it's taking inspiration from ancient Rome, really. You know, it's like you, <laughs> you conquer, 
defensively because you know that those people were probably going to attack you, so you have to defensively <laughs> attack first. You mean a preemptive strike? Preemptive strike, yeah. Yes, but you know, there's a particular thing a def around <laughs> defensive attack yes, in, yeah, in yeah. Roman yeah, yeah. war strategy. History that defensive is conquering. by yeah. the winners. Yes. We've won. We write the history. In the best history, defense is killing everyone around you. Yes. Exactly it. If we can defend ourselves by conquering our enemies, that's a that's good defense. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean... In the history books, there were ten of them. They were attacking children. We saved the day. Just want to exactly. say... Exactly. Uh, so, chat. Meanwhile. Um, <laughs> so meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, back at the Eerie, Brucon's going... I wonder how the the rest of them are doing. I hope they're all right. I hope they haven't <laughs> encountered anything scary in the forest that the that, that might have done them harm. They're imagine, imagine this is first contact with a with a new civilization, and the initial response for dealing with humanoids is they will attack us with fireballs. <laughs> mm -hmm. They bring the fire. They're thinking. I hope they didn't. Mm -hmm. I hope they didn't meet anything scary. We are the scary. Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look. Uh... Neris has been through enough. <laughs> He's not taking any chances. If she doesn't know it, and it being menacing, it's being set on fire, or at least she's gonna damn well try to do it. Yeah, well, Neris has been through a Tony lot. The last thing of that shit. we encountered ate children and kidnapped children, so this is a reasonable response. It's interesting. We'll, we'll see long term if this is continued kind of the fall from grace for for Neris, or whether there's going to be any kind of redemptive oh there are nice people in the world after all it's just no it's just pain and death and suffering pain. and i must kill everything to stop that you know you know that we thing where like, know. If someone's you know that thing if someone's like really like you you don't you don't get along with them because they're too like you mm -hmm. seth and neris I th they are different sides <laughs> resident <of the> <laughs> murder hobos fire and water <laughs> coming together there we've, we've talked about this um, so, with, <laughs> with that, uh, so last thing on that subject, if I may chat, um, if you haven't read Sun Tzu's Art of War, I, you don't need to, because there we go. There, there's all, all the stuff you need to learn about war encapsulated with a fireball. Done. There we go. De defensive attacking. <laughs> Fuck it. We're done. All right. I, I'm pretty sure it's chap chapter seven of the Art of War of when you meet big frogs throw fire at them. I'm, like, it's written there. It's black and white. I thought it said... Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by a fireball? It is known. <laughs> it is known. As Confucius said. <laughs> yes. Uh, so moving on. Although I wasn't, I wasn't joking about it being an actual Roman strategy. Like, it is a legit historical mm. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Of course there is a legit his history behind destroying things defensively. Hey, if it was good enough for Caligula... Yeah. Who are we to say? That's exactly it. I mean, and we know the Romans like to party, and they built they built things. They, you know, they got some things right. History was close enough. Of all the Romans, you want to reference Caligula? Really? That was the, the, anybody that was else. The point. What of the Romans ever? That was the point. <laughs> well, why don't you go revive the toad if you feel that bad? Well, there is one charred eldritch. Eldritch blasted toads because Seth got the killing <laughs> blow, so there is that um, left on the ground. Otherwise, it's still obviously it's not quiet because it's raining, it's torrential rain. But it's certainly you are not in any danger right now. But you are aware the sun is setting, and you are not where you thought you were supposed to be. 
You're not where you, you are not where you thought you were. Dig. We're never in danger. We is are there, in danger. Is there some way I guess it wouldn't fall under prestidigitation, but like some kind of little little visor thing so the rain doesn't like fully fall on Neris or something. Uh, like a little force fieldy thing. I mean Not like a full thing, just like a little tiny little I, I, I don't know. So it's could 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 you control fire? Use what control fire and make a fire umbrella moving above you constantly. What, what, <laughs> what uh, spells you got? Let there? me, let me, um, I'm just, uh, um, I'm looking, oh, I'm looking. Uh, slight thing, Neris. <clears throat> Laos is looking a little bit injured because you cast a fire spell <gasps> whilst mounted. <gasps> no! I know. God damn it. Your actions have to have consequences. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, I'm like, um, I'm to your horse. <laughs> what? It's, it's the four, like, the, the Okay. Uh, yes, it's a D4, yeah. Two. I wrote two. Two. Okay, we could be... Could Thank be you! Um, two points of fire I did a dumb. Now, I don't know if you've got... I don't know if you have any cantrips that can make things. Like, obviously, a conjuration mm. wizard would be able to conjure up something, but I don't know if you as a sorcerer have anything. Is there anything that you think I've got control flames. I've got... I guess I could use Mage Hand to pick up an item to hold it above my head. That you could do. That's. Yeah. I mean, you could hold it with your own hand, but if you'd rather keep the hand free, yes, you could yeah. use Mage Hand. Yeah. That sounds like an umbrella with extra steps. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm flexing. Go with it. <laughs> but it's match. <laughs> yeah. Instead of a Dark Lord, so, we'll have a queen! <laughs> with, with, like, a little hand of our... <laughs> I mean, even the hand could just be, like, here. <laughs> a little spectral hand just on your head. No, there's. Uh, I don't know what to pick up. I guess. No, she's sitting there casting it, and the hand is literally here. Just takes your smoldering cloak and puts it over your head. Yeah, basically, it holds it over. There you go. Like, okay. Flex the Done. flex the mage hand. Just, just riding, riding with the mage hand over. Just like Which means there's up. smoke billowing off of it as well. So it's you know it's quite yeah. an image. If it was not raining, it would be better. <laughs> but. It's a bit ridiculous, but let's go with it. I like it. It's ridiculous, but Ship it. that is in complete character for this campaign. So go ahead. Um, so you guys, <laughs> what are you doing? You, Seth, you realize you've tweaked. You're not in the right place. Um, what, do you, what do you guys want to do? Um, oh, no, sorry. N forgive me. Um, we know Brina has ascertained which way to go. So, So she would pipe up at this after not using her spell. Sad. Um, uh, I, um, Seth, I think you might be going the wrong way. Just tugs your sleeve. Wait, you're following me? I was following you guys. <laughs> that might be why you're going the wrong way. You were in front, off on your own, but it's okay. It's okay. I think I know where we are. Uh, follow me. And she just starts, just starts off, expecting, expecting everyone to follow her, um, off in a sort of a more perpendicular direction to where you were going. As for the rest of you, are you following, or are you oh. doing? What are you doing? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll follow Brina. Following Brina. Okay. Now Brina doesn't seem to be too bothered about this. Um, in fairness, most of you, apart from Mala, would not be too bothered about this. But as you continue on, obviously, the light is fading. Um, and 
after a couple of hours it's going to be dark um in fact yeah a couple of hours walking it's now dark so malar um unless you want to hold on to somebody you're gonna yeah get your torch out sounds good all right Fortunately, not long after dark, you can you can now all see, thanks to Malar's torchlight, you can see that there is um, that you are approaching a rock formation, which Leobrin you would recognise, of course, uh, as you were the one who climbed into that rock formation before when Brina opened the trap door onto you uh, from Sverfhaven. So you would twig that at this point, despite the rain. It has lessened uh, the rain, but it is still still there, um, and. Speaking of Leobrin, could you make a wisdom Ooh. saving throw, please? Uh, saving throw. I yeah. don't have disadvantage on that. No. Uh, da, 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 that is a 21. All right. For a moment, you just felt as a magical aura kind of coming over you. You felt you felt very visible for a second, and then it dissip- dissipated. Oh. Um. Something magical just happened. I. Good or bad? It was a good one? I don't know. <laughs> Felt very, very seen. That's usually a good thing, right? <laughs> Is there a spell see through clothes? I hope not. I'm not going to inquire. Um. Hello. But. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You can hear a voice echoing through. Um, seems like in the direction of that rock formation, um, because of the way. If you're trying to hide your town, calling out is a bad way to do so. You said something about being naked. Um. No, no, that's just Seth. He's um. Just being Seth. Um, is this uh, the Swerfhaven? What? Uh, what? What's that? Uh, insight. Oh. Okay. Hey, what's the guy's name? The oh, that's a check. Disadvantage. Beckett. Partner. Uh, Are you Beckett? Twenty on disadvantage. Who's asking? Did your girlfriend take your shoes and clothes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any clothes? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm not coming out then. <laughs> I don't think we've broken Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> Sorry, your insight check, Marshall. <laughs> uh, was a was a with disadvantage twenty. Yeah, this guy has no idea wow. what you're talking about. Yeah, well, th- I mean that's clear yeah. now that we know that yeah. it's it's um, Mr. Buck. I didn't want to uh, feel like we'd ignored your role. So yeah, yeah. Um, Seth, I mean, if you want to. I don't know, punch him first. Just just also give him his clothes so that we can get there where the naked person is. I'm not going to punch a naked person. That's weird, Leo. 
I mean, that's what you promised the lady. Yeah, if he had clothes, I'd happily punch him. Sorry, if he had clothes, I'd happily get Mallard to punch him. I, I do more stabbing. I don't do the punching well. I'm not in a position to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure you you ha- you were holding the bag containing his clothes. His clothes. You, yeah. you, no, he you took, actually, no, Seth ready. took the boots and then shoes. dropped the rest. Yeah. Ah, right. Mallard oh, took the yeah. coin purse, and I think you left the sack with the clothes. Unless uh, wow. you can, you can, you can, you know, uh, we, we we can retrograde it that you picked it up. <laughs> Brutal. Um, Leo, pass your pass your uh, cloak. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your jacket. Nope. Still no. Uh, if 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 uh, he needs any clothes, I could give mine. Wait, and Brina just starts a... taking her rags <laughs> off. Oh no, we sold the full set of armor. No, 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 no. Don't get. No. What? How tall are you, naked man? <laughs> I forgot your name already. Bucket. Um. Bucket. How naked are you? I'm, I'm, I'm tall enough, thanks. Just average, average human height. I've just, you know, five yeah. foot. Uh, no, okay, I'm all right. all right. Are we ASLing this guy? All right, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I'm just under three feet tall. Okay, Malar takes his pack oh. off, digs around in there, and pulls out a golden cloak. Uh, uh, that is, I know, the note I've got here, Friends of Aelin. Yes, the Golden Way Consortium. Sort of... Yes, um, you picked that up ages ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will head to this little voice and just sort of, when I get close enough, I can see a head, I'll just throw it at him. Oh! Thanks! Thank, thank you! Uh, I didn't... Man, I didn't get a look at your wraps the cloak around himself. Are you hanging around there or are you walking back? Oh, uh, throw it, throw it, throw it, cloak it. Back. back. And then back, yep, cool. That, thank, thank, thank you. In that brief moment when you threw it, you could see that this looked to be uh, halfling or gnome-sized, this creep, this uh, humanoid. A small. What did you do to piss your girlfriend off? Uh, well... <laughs> Here's the thing. So, I'm, I'm from Half Rage, and we were, we we were put in touch through a, an agency, and we've just been swapping letters. And I may or or may not have disappointed her no, when we met no, in person. Not Tinder, please. We're not doing Tinder, oh. please, dear God, no. You said you were it's not taller. Tinder. It's definitely not Tinder. They, they've they've been pen pals. It's, it's not the same, right? It I wouldn't know. Like I've never Tinder. been. I've never it been on. Sounds... Yeah, they go to the agency. They see a description of them. They either put it to the right or the left. <laughs> the left pile. No, no, no. <laughs> These. Well, uh, anyway, he's saying that they have been exchanging letters for some time. Yes, you could. Attribute Did you tell these her you were taller? Yes. Oh, Mr. Seth just... has your boots, by the way. Fuck off, you didn't see that. <laughs> oh, the boots! Oh, wonderful, yeah. Well, you see, I I, I uh, do a bit of mountain exploration myself. I'm a bit of a, you know, mountaineer sometimes. 
And, uh, yeah, I thought I'd wear them because they're the most expensive boots I've got. So I thought, you know, they would look good for our date. So if I could have them back, please. And he he kind of starts Uh, climbing over the, the rocks. I'm afraid the frog ate them. <laughs> Make a deception check with disadvantage because Mala's already called you out on this. Yeah, but this is a reasonable. Exhaustion, right? oh, I, Plus, you've got um, exhaustion. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so we've already got disadvantage anyway. So, ugh, forget I spoke. It's fine. What am I mm-hmm. doing? Deception. Yeah. Aha, proficient. Aha, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that shitter. I was expecting the first one to be the bad roll. Cool, that's an 11. But he just said that you've... I can see them. You're holding them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she gave them to us. They're ours. We, you, you have clothes now. Go go home to Half Rage. Um, uh, could I just take the boots and then I'll be on my way? No. She gave them to us fair and square. But they weren't. We have no proof they're yours. But they weren't hers. They. They. They're. They're mine. There's no proof of that. But. But I just. I just told. Uh... Okay. Good. Goodbye, naked man. I, I mean, she also told us they were his. He kind of oh looks round. He kind of looks round to the rest of the of... rest of the group, like just looking. Pleading face, just searching for anyone who's gonna help him. The town is back that way. You'll you'll be fine there. Oh wait, we are literally a day's wait walk away. Yes, I think if he's going to walk to town, he he should at least have some boots. Ah, is he gonna die at night though? Probably. He looks a bit blue and quite cold. Should should? Oh, he'll fit in. Should we take him into Smurfhaven and see if they can put him up for the night? Sure. What's what's Smurfhaven? Stay stay here. We we, we may know people that can put you up tonight because it's dangerous at night. We've literally encountered giant frogs, giant snakes, bandits, dragon people. There's a lot of shit in this forest. Seth... And Brina tugs on your sleeve again. Um, yeah. My, my, my clan don't really, don't really like outsiders. Um, so, if he does go, we he, he's he'd probably have to, gonna die. He'd well, if if he does come, he'd have to promise not to tell anyone that he where where this is, or, or maybe we'd have to, maybe we could we could take him out um, blindfolded or something so that he can't find his way back. Yeah, Mala, knock him out. Oh, goodness, what? Mr. Seth. No, he, he's, he's suffered enough. Thank ah. you, Mr. Uh, elephant ma- Man. It's Loxodon, then you're welcome. Away. Sorry, sorry. Loxodon Man. Look, look, we'll go ask if it's okay. Look, Bruna, you go ask your people if it's okay. Then don't tell him he's naked for the poor suffering individual to stay there for the night and then go back to town tomorrow and then we'll blindfold him in. Well, maybe maybe we could all go there. I mean, 
it's raining and we need to find somewhere to sleep tonight. I, if we're going to bring one, I might as well bring the rest of you. And Leobrin's been down there once before. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I meant to take us, but I didn't know if you wanted to take us and him blindfolded. Like, if, if they say no, it's then just awkward with him, like, right there. We don't have to take him back. Hmm. Yeah, fuck it. Put, put it. Here, put this hood over your head. Don't ask why I have a hood. Oh, okay. Brianna, can you show us the way in? Sure. Um, and she just starts excitedly scampering up the rocks. Uh, can you roll a dexterity save, please, Bart? Oh, no, check. A dexterity check. Apologies, because she isn't a save yet. She's not falling Sorry. yet. She's climbing. Dexterity check. Yeah. Uh, eight. Now she's falling. Now she's Shall falling. Now she tumbles. <laughs> she's, she's like, excitedly starts running up and then suddenly loses her footing, um, obviously on the wetness of the rocks. She does know the spell fly. Does she? Okay. So I, I feel like if, if she's if she's in a genuinely perilous. In, in fairness, uh, it, it's a, she's not far. She's only three feet up this kind of this high slope. Um, cartoon style starts running and then like loses grip and then whoop, falls flat on her face and slips uh, down the rock. No damage. With that sound effect. Yep. No damage. Just humility. Uh, <laughs> Um, rolls back down and and then turns around, uh, gets up abruptly and turns to the other side. Um, obviously, the horses won't fit down there, so we'd have to oh, leave no. them somewhere around here. Don't worry, I uh, I don't think I'll fit down there either. So I'm quite content to stay up here and uh, look after the horse. I, I mean, I could just tell them to hang out. Yeah, I forget. Of course you can speak to them, yeah. They should find somewhere that's covered and, and sheltered because there's lots of there's lots of beasts out here. Um Reginald and sorry, I, I never got your name. Oh uh she refers to me as Laos. So this is the mayor. Oh, okay. Um Fair enough. I, I didn't know whether you had uh, your own name. Um, it's the only name I've ever been given, so... Uh, Reginald and Laos, then. Um, we're going uh, underground, um, which unfortunately you can't join us for. So if you want to meet us here in the morning... <laughs> Reginald kind of rears up proudly, puffs out his chest... Um, <clears throat> yes, of course. It's totally fine. Yes, good. Yes, in the morning. Hmm, good. Yes. Lovely. Uh, yes, it's it's obviously not the most uh, accommodating place right here, but uh, I'm sure there's somewhere nearby with shelter. Um, and yes, we'll see you in the morning. Yes, Absolutely. I'll see you in the morning. Evening, both. Uh. uh... Reginald bows his head and then heads off in one direction. Laos lingers, turns turns to you with the longest of long faces. Leobrin says, and you hear her audibly sigh. <sighs> yes, I will look after him, make sure Reginald doesn't get lost. Good day. Thank you very much. 
Have a, have a good evening. And she saunters off with quite a lot of swish in the tail, almost in a sassy-like fashion. Honestly, it's kind of sometimes more rewarding to talk to the horses. <laughs> <laughs> I love a, I love a sassy horse. Gotta love a sassy strut. <laughs> uh, yes, they'll meet us here in the morning. All right. Cool. Well, um, Mallow, you sure you want to stay up here? You can. We can probably squeeze you in. Probably. Oh, I. Well, you can't tell me you never no wanted to go call Godzilla. Just stomping around the entire <laughs> settlement of tidy people going, Ah! Oh, fear me! Come yeah, on. go on, I'll, I'll go there. <laughs> sure. All right. So, uh, so you, uh, Brina leads you to the, uh, the secret hatch, which you only gather as a hatch when she opens it up, because before then it is completely nondescript. It, it just blends in perfectly with the rest of the rocks. Um, opens up the hatch you can tell it's a metal hinge and needs oiling apparently uh, and uh, you can see that it's essentially a chute leading down it's a very steep um, slope Leobrin Mallow you recognise this from last time uh, you guys were here uh, but this would be new information for Seth and Neris that you haven't seen this kind of chute before imagine the kind of the garbage chute uh, from Star Wars but without the garbage Jabarge long old long slope it goes beyond the edge of your dark vision it clearly goes a long way down and this is the main way in yeah we don't go to the surface very often I'm the only one really no, I like how your people roll and I go wee as I go down the slide yes alright Seth can you make an acrobatics check please oh no Neris doesn't like this it's like, hmm, into the darkness yeah. underground. This bodes well. Looks at Leobrin. Oh, nothing will go wrong. Nothing ever goes wrong. Oh, acrobatics. That's good. Hey, I didn't fuck up. 21. All right. So, uh, yes, it is much like uh, going down the death slide uh, at, at the park. And you are picking up speed very quickly as you fly down here. Oh, it's almost like a scene out of the Goonies. You're having a great time right up until twists and turns and you can see uh, the bottom and unless you take evasive action, you would uh, uh, you would end up face planting the ground, possibly hitting the wall at the other end as well and uh, doing yourself some injury. However, you manage to slow your roll uh, and kind of do a like, little commando roll out the end so you land on your feet. No harm at all, but you are deep underground. Uh, anyone else following him down? And so I say, oh, yeah. are you sliding down or are you carefully going down? Because you have a choice in how you go down. Oh, Neris is going to be oh. careful. Neris is careful, so you will take I, a little while. I think... Le I didn't realize there were choices. I mean, you just went, I'm going to slide down. So I was like, oh, all right. All right. Uh, Leo Brins, you said you're going to slide down? Anyways. Yeah, there's a slide. All right. Um adventure okay i'm gonna say that you go in then before neris otherwise this could be problematic so yeah yeah leo, leo you can slide down you can make an acrobatic yeah. check knock me down oh. uh, da, 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 da. uh that is seven <laughs> leo Bryn, uh, i'm rolling with disadvantage i've got exhaustion this is can, the, I, yeah. can i go to catch him as he comes down the sled if you would like yeah uh, i will say uh 
can I just confirm it's not Malar coming down first? Because if so, I'm out of the it, fucking I way. I mean, <laughs> if Leobrin is... If Leobrin's making any noises, you'd be able to tell if it's him. You probably... You wouldn't know who it was otherwise. So what do you think? I can probably hear him complaining about his rough getting dirty. Oh, I the way I, down. yeah, I'll tell you what, i tell you what. Seth, make a perception check. See if you can tell who's coming down before they get there. That that makes sense. Uh. Ah, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Yes, you do hear. Um, <laughs> although oh, it's, uh, I have disadvantage. Sorry, I yes. didn't. <laughs> Not in Aha, eight. Aha. I mean, you—they sound like whatever's coming down is picking up some speed. And for a moment, you think this could be Malar. This could be bad. Uh, mm. So I would say that mm. you probably wouldn't instinctively go and try and catch whoever's coming uh, down. No, I'll, Just... I'll be, I'll be ready to jump out of the way, but I'll be like next to the wall to break their fall if they come too far. All right. Ah, oh, fuck. Leo Brent. And I'm sitting there. Mm -hmm. Don't be Malar. Don't be Malar. Don't be Malar. I will die. Going down the chute, picking up speed. <laughs> Get uh, twists and turns. Whoa! You kind of lose your balance. You start rolling around whilst you're uh, whilst you're going down the chute. Kind of you turn oh, no. into a human boulder, uh, and then get to kind of the uh, uh, the end, the lip, uh, and uh, fly out right towards the wall at the other end. Uh, you have so much speed behind you, you crash into the wall and take four points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> Is there not a Seth in the way? Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, Seth's in the way. Good point. You take two points of bludgeoning damage. Seth, you also take two points of bludgeoning damage as you are hit by <laughs> a boulder Leobrin or boulderin. And he just goes into him like, oh, thank fuck you're not that lot. Are you going to do this for everyone? For everyone but the giant, yes. That's. I think that's discrimination. Um... I prefer my bones in my body. I don't want to be killed. As this okay. as this conversation is happening, Neris, you are climbing down, and you're climbing. Um, uh, so, um, and you're being careful. So, for this, you can make an uh, athletics check with advantage. With advantage, you say. Advantage. Advantage, darling. Darling. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this is a thing. It's, okay, well, that was good. Uh, you said athletics, right? I did. Right? Right. Okay, this plus zero, so 14. 14 is fine, so yet you carefully are making your way down. Slow going, but you don't lose your footing. There's occasions where you think, oh, I probably could, but especially towards the top where a bit of rain's got in. But um, no, you're okay. You're making your way down. Making the way. We're okay. Oh, We're okay. okay. Um, <laughs> next, going down. It's either Mallow or Brina. We're gonna let Brina go first. All right. Oh, on the grounds that if um, <laughs> just imagining if Mallow loses his loses control, that that's that's gonna be maximum damage. Um, yes. Okay. So sorry. What am I? Maximum what am I rolling for Brina here? Of Mallow into the rest of the party. Um, Indeed. What am I rolling for here? Athletics. Is she climbing down or is she sliding down? Now, Brina's got advantage either way because this is her home and she understands the tunnels. Uh, I feel like she'd be sliding. I feel like she'd be sliding too. She's such a happy-go-lucky person. So, yeah, go for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
What's the it I'm rolling? What am I rolling? Uh, uh, so you're sliding down. Is an acrobatics check? Acrobatics. Okay, that is slightly better than athletics. Anyway, yeah. With advantage. Okay, thank God for that advantage. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. So Brina uh, knows uh, knows this very well. She goes kind of full skeleton, skeleton Bob. Just <laughs> dives down head first. <laughs> Picks up speed very quickly. Nearest you can hear a uh, Brina-shaped torpedo coming your way. Before you can react, however, she slides right between your legs. No problems at all. Just gone. Straight through, down to the bottom. It's like a penguin. Yeah. Uh, you can hear... Well, you hear her as she goes by. The two of you at the bottom can hear this whoosh coming as well. A, a, a smaller whoosh than you heard for Leobrin, Seth. Um, sorry, sorry, Nerys, go ahead. No. Nope. I think it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So yeah, Seth and Leobrin, you can hear Brina coming because you can also you hear this whoosh and you can also hear hear her going. Ah, uh, you doing the catching? Yeah. <laughs> Seth pulls out a massive baseball catcher's mitt. So Leobrin's stepping to one side and Seth's <laughs> going to try and catch her, right? I just hold my jacket to the side and I'm like, and Toto! Like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally right. her. <laughs> I mean, no. Leo is assuming this is uh, is uh, Brina's home and she knows what to do. But sure, Seth can do Seth can ruin wants. things, that's fine. Yeah. What? Sorry, this no, is the Seth Everybody can... Hates Seth episode. And... Yeah. <laughs> um, you're going to try and catch Brina, yeah? Yeah, I'm trying to do nice things. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, make a hurt. strength saving throw. Shit on set. Aha, 16. All yes. right. Uh, Brina bombs down, and she almost. it looks like she's going to fly straight past you, kind of turn to one side, but you manage to with lightning uh, quick reflexes grab the kind of scruff of her of her um of her robes um <laughs> so that for a for a for a brief moment it looks like you're kind of f- throwing her around like like uh like she's pretending she's a bird or something and you're just like holding her up like you would a child right <laughs> um however because of the speed that she's going she flies out of her robes and you're left holding the robes and a naked breeder <laughs> lands um, on the uh, just on her feet, absolutely fine. She has no concept uh, of helping, personal I'm space, so she's not bothered and about I, that. <laughs> I throw the clothes at her and I turn away. <laughs> Bart's face is incredible. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> this escalated so quickly. <laughs> it really did. So very much. <laughs> like, right. Meanwhile, Mallard's Mal- there warming this? up the animal. The last, the last time something escalated this quickly, Neris was introduced. <laughs> so, in case anyone is suddenly concerned, why, why people get it? Why is this the naked uh, session? Um, to be clear, um, uh, Brina has no concept of it. The first time you met her, she just like. Going it's, to sleep, yeah, just yeah, took all the clothes it's, off. It's, it's the physics of just like shooting out of all your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> but what? So, but anyway, what? You've, you've obviously not watched Looney Tunes for a while. Just watch the face cam real quick. I don't understand how loose these robes are. 
get back on to how how real physics works. I can't believe like Brucon should have just had an Acme anvil uh, above uh, that he like deployed on the um, on the mm. dragon ball. That's fine. Right. Anyway, solid yes. tactics. Um, sorry, Malar, you are last to go down. Are you climbing or are you sliding? I will uh, climb down. Cool. Uh, so it's athletics check for you, and again with advantage. You've been careful, so it's all good. Athletics. Yeah. 23. Marvellous. Nice. So, Neris, sedate speed, get to the bottom. No drama at all. Uh, although Seth, Seth is looking pretty white in the face, like he's seen a ghost. Um, the rest of them seem quite content. Um, oh, probably Leobrin's a little bit sheepish too at this, but Brina seems very happy. Um, Mala eventually uh, also climbs down as well. You hear quite a few uh, grunts and scrapes as Mala kind of has to squeeze through the, the tunnel uh, in places to get to, to get down to you. But eventually, uh, all five of you are then at the bottom of uh, uh, of the slope, and uh, Brina kind of leads you leads you on to her home. She says, uh, "So, um, welcome to Swerfhaven. Probably should warn you that." Um, the rest of my kind, my, my clan, aren't, um, they're not, uh, they're not as happy as I am, I guess. They're a lot more, you know, frowny and, you know, dour, I would say. Just, just to warn well, If they don't try to kill us, they're fine. And if they're more clothed than the naked guy, oh, where shit? Do we, where, where do we? Where do we leave him? Oh, <laughs> and you suddenly all turn and hear oh, <laughs> as he ex- <laughs> just like cracks of rocks f- rolling down. I forgot about our secondary naked person who who is got a has a gold cloak now, so he's clothed. I was going to say otherwise friction. Hmm. <laughs> otherwise, owie. Uh, you can hear him coming down. Are you gonna, Seth? Are you gonna try and catch him, catch him as well, as well, or, or are you just letting this happen? Why well, would I try and catch him? Does anyone anyone want to, to try and catch this guy as he's coming down, or are we just gonna let him <laughs> fall down? I'll Mal- Malar will try. You're right at the bottom anyway. It makes sense. All right. Um, strength saving throw, Malar. Saving. Uh. That's going to be... Yeah, that's going to be 15. 15. It's enough. It's enough. Um, Comes barreling down. Obviously, halfling, not the biggest of guys. And yeah, you position yourself just right to then cushion him as he kind of crashes into you. Um, Don't take any damage because you you succeeded. So you're all good. Thanks. Didn't think that was going to happen. I was trying to climb and it didn't happen. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> anyway so yeah uh, Brina's after that interlude so, so shall we uh, okay um, oh and uh, Neris um, could you maybe not fireball anyone in my home <laughs> you asked for a lot making no promises <laughs> no steal <laughs> Just don't tell them not to give me a reason to. Okay. 
and she kind of Neris kind of winks at her but like not not coldly just like, like yeah. yeah fine okay it's fine it's fine oh <laughs> and she, casual she's... jokes about burning your family she just, she <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm joking but I'm kind of not joking I, I would say Brina's facial expressions would be oh, something uh, Brina's sequence of fra- facial expressions would be something along the lines of this Uh, and she sidles nice. up to that was a journey she sidles up to Malar uh, <laughs> and says thank you uh, professional darling um, sidles up to Malar and says I think maybe I'll I'll stick close to Neris um, just in case I have to you know counter spell so. <laughs> uh, and and Neris looks smug <clears throat> got the smug face I mean, that's that's just her resting face, I thought. But anyway, carry on. I, I can still inflict No, she has a resting bitch face. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a resting bitch uh, face. Uh, it's apologies. more like this is just apologies. smug face. Smug face, like, creasing has, the, the general rest. resting bitch face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She has resting natural <laughs> advantage on intimidation checks face. Yes. <laughs> and she's got that ring of conviction, which I need to bring up mm-hmm. because I don't think we've used it in forever. Um, so that does help. Yeah, I keep forgetting I have it. It's You have so many things. You all have I have my things. plus six intimidation <laughs> face on. Uh, all right, so uh, so you got so you are led into um, into Sverfhaven, which Leoben you've seen once before. But for the rest of you, um, it's an interesting sight. Um, I don't think you would have. And correct me if, if there's anything in your backstory, but I don't think any of you would have seen quite this kind of underground uh, kind of colony before. Um, there are no na- there is no natural lighting here. Um, oh, sorry, there's no like torches or sconces. There is natural lighting coming from these luminous fungus, which are uh, across a lot of the walls in places. So it is dimly lit, Malar, so you, it's hard to see a lot. And in fact, it's a bit disconcerting because you're seeing lots of you're seeing lots of heads bobbing up and down and moving around, and it's it's almost like the 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 ground is alive. But you gather pretty quickly that this is just the, a large group of these deep gnomes um, congregating in and around uh, this place. Um, so Brina leads you through, let me just grab my notes. Uh, as you can tell, I'm very prepared um, <laughs> for once. Um, Brina leads you uh, into the kind of the center of this main chamber. Y- you gather that kind of similar to the Eerie in some respects, that um, Sverfhaven's very open plan. Uh, there are a lot there seem to be dedicated zones. There is some organization. Um, so there's it appears to be an area uh, where there are um, stalls, perhaps like trading, that sort of thing. There is an area that seems to be dedicated to worship of some kind. Uh, that, and in the very center is kind of a, a meeting uh, place. Uh, it seems to be, yeah, the natural kind of forum in the center. And as you guys are uh, drawn towards the center, you hear uh, one voice speak up. Ah, intruders in Sverfhaven! Intruders! Those of you... That's the guy behind the ring. Alert! Danger! <laughs> Alert! Danger! Danger! No, uh... Is it like a magic mouth spell, maybe? Same guy's done like a lot of uh, voice work for all of the magic items. Yes, <laughs> yes. There, there is only one. <laughs> Can we just get you recording uh, alert danger, alert danger? And now, if we could get a uh, intruders in intruders in intruders in, and then uh, here's a list of towns. Yes. Fun fact: it is in uh, the um, the guy voicing it is um, 
Oh, I'll forget the actor's name now, but as in uh, from from Money Supermarket, uh, from uh, the <laughs> IT Barry. crowd, from Toast Matt of London, Barry. Matt Berry. Thank you. Oh yeah. Matt, Matt Berry just voices all the magic items. Oh my god, I'd love to live in that world. Uh, that's <laughs> <a> world. <laughs> um, this, however, is not Matt Berry, or in fact, a magic map. It. Uh, those of you with dark vision will see that there is uh, a a deep gnome uh, wearing a very large, well, oversized spectacles, carrying uh, some papers, uh, nose up, seems very much full of pomp and self-importance, uh, moves into the centre of the room. Brina, Brina, what are you, uh, why have you brought these uh, strangers to our to our settlement? Did I not tell you the rules here before? <sighs> yes, orderly surf, I know the rules, but we are... <laughs> Sorry, it's- his name is Orderly Smurf. Orderly Smurf, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you're catching on. <laughs> Speak no more of Speako, Sneeko. Yes, uh, yes, Orderly Smurf. I was just bringing the items that my mother had asked for, um, for the, the potion, for the potion of cure curse, the one that we had lost. <gasps> oh, is that right, is it? You're, uh, you mean you're looking for Sapphire Smurf? Don't forget their real names. But that's not our... Fine. You just called me Brina, though. Oh. I, I meant, uh, I meant Sparkle Smurf, obviously. That's your real name, Sparkle Smurf. Yes, good. Okay, shut... <clears throat> Con- fine, just don't dally, continue. Uh, <clears throat> oh. Actually... We could do with some assistance. Has your mother not mentioned about uh, the uh, uh, the Zorn problem with the uh, the jewels and, and 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 whatnot? Yeah, yes, she did. Yeah. Well, that's getting slightly more pressing. Maybe uh, perhaps once you have reconvened, you can see Elder Sverf. and she can give you the details. Brina just turns the rest of you, and you can see like her whole physique, normally very peppy. She's, her shoulders have dropped. She doesn't look very happy. Probably the first time you've seen her not happy, actually. Fine. You okay, Sparkle? She glares at Seth. Daggers appear in her eyes. No, um, not actually, obviously. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Let's just go find my mother. Come on. You heard sparkles. Let's go. Oh, Seth. Seth playing with fire with another party member. Okay. All right. Uh, so it leads you across the main forum, and you can see it, this kind of takes the form of a rudimentary lab. And you can tell that because there is all of the quintessential, stereotypical, you might say, lab equipment there, such as uh, vials and potions and bubbling uh, cauldrons and the like in this area. And you can see uh, one uh, w- uh, one Sferf, or uh, Deep Gnome, uh, wearing uh, uh, with uh, very rich blue hair in a bob. Um, in fact, everyone has everyone in Sferf Haven that you've seen so far, those of you with dark vision near enough to a light source, will notice that all of the Smurfs have um, 
brightly coloured hair. Kind of, you're kind of getting trolls vibes, you know, like the trolls toys. Um, so like bright neon colours. These are not natural hair colours. Brina is the only one who appears to have her natural hair, which is white. Everyone else seems to be, yeah, very brightly coloured in hair and dressed with, uh, yeah, like you had Audley's Firth with the big glasses. Each one has something about them. In Sapphire Swerf's case, um, she oh has no, a, a child oh, has been born. She, <laughs> this child looks nerdy. We must kill nerdy Swerf so that they can only be one. They can only be one. No s- synonyms, bruh. Um, so uh, Sf- uh, Sapphire Swerf is uh, this rich blue bob, along with a brilliant white lab coat. She appears to be wearing. Oh, Brina, hello. Welcome back. Did you get it? Did you get what uh, what I asked for? Yes, I did. And thank you for calling me by my real name. I meant, I meant, I meant <coughs> Sparklesferf. That's what I meant. Uh, mother, please just call me Brina. It's much easier. No, or Sapphiresferf. Sparklesferf. I'm Sapphiresferf. Jack, this Jack's wrecking this now. Um... <laughs> It's like this. This whole structure seems to be very weak. <laughs> it is actually. This. I, I mean, it, you're entirely right. This whole thing seems that it, it, clearly they have other names, but they seem to be insisting upon these nicknames the entire time. Everyone, let's just move out of frame for a moment. Let Jack have a bit with sparkles and sapphire. Let's move. Jack time. Bye bye. Thank you. Um, all right, so without without another word, <laughs> Brina or Sparklesferf pulls out uh, the three ginseng and just slams them onto the table. There, got what you asked for. Now can you make the potion, please? Well, of course I can, yes, but it will... Uh, it's going to take some time. I don't know how long exactly, but, uh, well... It's been a while since I've made this. Who are these you've brought with you? Friends of yours, are they? From the surface? Yeah. Yes, they, they helped me get the items. They, they, they brought the recipe. They're, yeah, I, I think they're my friends. And then she turns to the rest of you. We're, we're, um, we're friends, right? <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she, uh, Brina turns to Leobrin first. Like, we're friends, right? <laughs> fine. No, 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 she genuinely would turn to you. Because it's, you, you fine. it's not because of the Beholder thing. Like, like that was cute. Genuinely would the, turn to the you. James's first. pipes came into shot as well. That was what made that art. <laughs> um, yes, yes, we're friends. And see? See? See, mother? Friends. I have friends from the surface because I have a life outside of here Sparklesferf your place is here not on the surface yes you you were told by uh, by the gods to, to go there and retrieve something but you're back now so you have to stay here this is this is your home this is where you belong we need you here you're, you're the you are the seer here. You have been granted gifts. We need those gifts, especially now. Um, the diamond situation, the jewel situation. 
the Zorn, the Zorn is ready to leave. We, we haven't got it. Our supplies are dwindling fast. I, you should speak to Elder Sverf before you leave. Wherever you go. Okay, could we at least stay, sleep here for a while? Can I put my friends somewhere here? And she just, uh, Sapphire Sverf kind of cold shoulders her, just turns around and starts continuing brewing her potions. Well, that's fun. Um, I mean, I, if we're here, we could solve this problem and then the problem solved and you can leave again because they're, they're only having a complaint about needing you right now. Oh, but what about Mr. Brucon? He'll be waiting for us, surely. I mean, how long is this? How long could this take? Let's. Uh, it's been a kind of. Uh, Tugs, uh, tugs Leobrin by the cloak, trying to pull him along. But let's go find somewhere away from here, and um, I'll uh, I'll talk to you more about what we need to do, how long it could take, possibly. I think there should be some space uh, over this way, and leads you to uh, one one section, just kind of on the periphery of the of the chamber. But yes, thoughts do turn to Brucon, and so shall play for over in the Eerie. Brucon, obviously, um, we're kind of jumping back in time a little bit because he's got a whole no, day ahead of him. Now, what is there anything that Brucon would like to do with this day? He's obviously feeling a lot more confident with the Tomfer, but there are other avenues for him to explore, for sure. Um, the singing bowl has uh, raised uh, something that he's interested in. We've not been super observant but to be fair he's not been using it very much but he does have these busted boots of speed or these semi-functional boots of speed um so not super like you know when an opportune moment presents itself brucon would quite like to um mention to talon the master talon yeah um something along the lines of master talon you have a very impressive uh, arcane abilities here. Uh, if this uh, singing bowl is anything to, to go by, uh, tell me, is there a, a, an artificer or um, where, where, where do you get your stuff? This is a back of a van situation. Oh, no, the um, the bowl has been passed down through the generations. Ah, there, so are, there are a few of them around. Many have gone missing, but few may remain, and that is one. Um, we have traded for items before. Um, we, as you gathered before, we traded with the, sir, with the Sverfs, the Sverf Neblin. Yes. Um, we have traded with the the Dragonborn here as well. From what I understand, the Dragonborn do create many uh, magical items. I th- believe that they can harness some arcane power from bronze. Right. Okay. Um, Brucon processes this and then realizes just how significant the, it is that he's been gifted um, the singing bowl and, and sort of solemnly uh, looks Master Talon 
either in the eye or not in the eye, depending on whether that's the kind of thing that they tend to go. Well, you know, some, for some, like sometimes it's you know looking someone in the eye is a kind of like a let's have a moment, and sometimes it's a it's a challenge. Not quite sure what. Yes, yeah, I, I bird, am with you. Bird like culture is is all about. But anyway, Brucon looks solemnly upon Master Talon and uh, sort of inclines his head and says, uh, "I, it's only now I'm beginning to appreciate the uh, generosity of your your gift. I shall attempt to uh, be worthy of it. Um, thank you. I was really hoping for." Um, and really anything other than the dragonborn but uh well uh, forewarned is forearmed i thank you uh, yes uh, uh and regards to the regarding the spur of Neblin, i can't help but notice that everyone you every other um group that your monastery seems to come into contact with does possibly seem to have a bit of a tendency to um uh how do i put this um end up in open conflict with you um quite keen to avoid that happening uh here so uh be curious to know what, what do you do you know what happened with the Sverfs? uh what happened there it seemed like you once upon a time your two group cultures uh got on very well and then something something went horribly wrong am i am well, i understanding things correctly there as i have as i said to um your gnomish companion um when we were here before all of us she was of the understanding that yes the relationship had soured between us and them however um, as far as I'm aware we made a trade as we normally do their representative um... I didn't catch a single word of that Jack that's weird because I couldn't hear you for a moment there Um, you'll be aware that before um, when we talked to Brina that uh, to your gnomish companion, she believed that there was some kind of disagreement between both of our colonies. However, that is not the case as far as I'm aware. We made the trade as we normally do with their representative. I believe their name was uh, Barter Sverf, I think. They took the... Uh, it, it's canon. Of course. Angelique's yeah. all, aware of all of the names <laughs> of the <Yeah>. Sverfs. <laughs> Um, we traded some items for the potion and the recipe they took those items that was the last we heard of it then they did not return and it seems that they seem to think that we did not give them those gifts which we did so the only conclusion I could draw is perhaps this representative misplaced the items lost the items took the items did not give them to the rest of his kind. Hmm. That's the weak link in this chain, as far as I'm aware. Right. Uh, and the Dragonborn? We have not been in conflict with the Dragonborn. Far from it. They came to protect us. From the Manticores, hmm. did they not? Though we never... Though we could not send word to them... We, we could not get word to them. So them arriving is strange. We, we couldn't... The Manticores intercepted our messengers. We could not get help communicated to them. So somebody else must have been aware. Perhaps one of their patrols spotted them. I don't know. Right. Interesting. Uh, it's, it, I must tell you, Master Talon, it's distressing to me how much of this conversation is pushing me in a talk more to the Dragonborn type of direction but uh, uh, it's not for us to 
question the uh, the direction of the universe um and uh, I, I thank you for your generosity and your your uh, honesty having said that brucon would like to no he no he won't I, it, that, that, that that's not a thing brucon would do i was i was pondering an insight check but brucon has, has been given zero reason not to take every anything if, if i if i if i may Sorry. master brucon though the universe seems to have some order and uh, guidance, a guiding hand sometimes pointing us in one direction. If God, it's terrifying your, to think about, isn't it? Your intuition also pushes you in a direction. And if your intuition pushes you in the opposite way to where you feel you are being pushed, that in itself tells you something, does it not? And that maybe, do you trust your instincts or do you trust the universe? Brukon briefly goes cross-eyed while thinking about this, and then uh, his eyes straighten out again, and he goes, "Yes, thank you, Master Talon. You've given me a lot to think about." Uh, and he bows uh, extravagantly and um, backs away and goes off to think real deep, like, "Yeah, go think real deep, like." Try and, well, he's, in particular, he's going to try and like the idea that Brukon has like instincts is a novel one to him. What he mostly has is. Um, uh, curiosity and an occasional tendency to m- make bad judgment calls <laughs> in the heat of the moment. Um, so he's, in particular, what he's going to do is going to meditate and try and. Uh, do you know what? Yeah, let's give let's give this a crack. Do just, the just bowl. In case. Do uh, it. Let's do let's do the bowl thing. I, I, all right, Jack. I'm, I'm, I'll throw. I'll do you. I'll do you this solid. I will throw you this bone. Rukon is going to meditate. Hey, hey. If, if it goes, no, no, if it no, pulls no, off, was, it's you're getting the bone, was, sir. Absolutely. No, that was a lighthearted comment. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> no, do this. I appreciate I've, that. I've taken a look at the table, and I am very interested to see if I can pull off one of these wacky effects. That yeah. So let's have a punt. So is it a jump straight to the D100 roll, right? It's not a skill check. It's, it's just, just a D100 the D100 roll. roll, yeah. And then I add my level. Right. Okay. So red is tens, and blue is uh, ones. Oh, dear. Yeah, 14. Ah, booger. Still, still, still getting the hang of this. Nada. However, however, you do so. You, whilst you do not get a magical effect from the bowl, you are meditating. You are taking some time to reflect. Self contemplation, I would guess, um, as well. And for a moment, the vision that you saw before of the scales appears before you. You cannot see the location of where these scales are hanging it's not somewhere you recognize um it's blurry shapes really you need to kind of concentrate harder um and see if you can if you can channel anything more from that and so for that could you make a um use your um so roll a uh wisdom check but this will be adding your um so you know, like with Stunning Strike, how your um, mm. how your uh, DC is worked out. Do that, but for a spell attack. So um, it will be your Wisdom so it's modifier plus like, proficiency. Like if he was casting a spell yes. with Wisdom as his... Yeah, yeah, I guess. So, so yeah, it should be cool. Wisdom plus proficiency, I believe. Yep, 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 yep. So this will be uh, plus six. Uh, ooh, 22. Oh, okay. So... N- Starting blurry, the image becomes a lot clearer as you delve deeper. The melodious effect of this bowl kind of uh, clearing your mind of all other distractions. 
inner peace inner peace <laughs> transcendence um <laughs> tranquility uh and you see uh before okay zenyatta <laughs> zen's, zen's my boy um see i was going for dustin hoffman and kung fu panda but fine zenyatta works too. they both work they are both equally good um yep Yes, this vision becomes a lot clearer to you. Now, this is a, it is a city, a great city. You do not, it is not one of Burekrin. That much is very clear. It's not dwarven ar- architecture. It's, it's a lot more um, spiky. <laughs> there are a lot mm. more um, buildings that are like great cones and uh, spikes piercing the skyline. Um a lot of spires a lot of a lot of spires yes um but it seems the building these spires are more natural than like cathedrals and the like these uh, seem to be there's a, something more rudimentary something older about them and the landscape around it is much more gray uh grays and browns rather than the more greens that you're used to in burakrin this uh, oh this is where the having a vision of gears of war sorry carry on there there is a little maybe a little bit of that um but uh, less yeah uh, less mechanical but certainly yeah there's there's that oppressive mm, sort of undercurrent of violence past in there mm-hmm. um yep. very feel, you feel cold just looking at it and you can see that that is where the scales are hanging over now can brucon see so you, you, the the impression from what you're just saying is that the structures Brucon is seeing are clearly used as structures. They're not purely like just just a, a chunk of random scenery. Yeah, but they are derived from existing natural stuff. It, there seems to is be seeing... yeah some sort of fusion between natural and yeah. So he's not seeing any overtly like constructed buildings. There is one actually which you see, and this okay. one sticks out because it is literally on a. Uh, on a raised cliff um, so it is right. high above everything else this looks like a great palace uh, again it has that spiky architecture but it clearly has been uh, manufactured it's got walls it, it looks like a palace stroke fortress yeah I can yeah a keep sort of it is a it is indeed a keep yes nice uh, I'm guessing it looks is, is Brooklyn getting colour it's mostly greys, greys, blacks, and browns. You are getting colour, yes. Right. Is that? Does it look like this building might feature a fair bit of bronze in its construction? I, with a twenty-two, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Brucon has a, a sort of a sinking feeling. But also oh. kind of like, well, well, at least the penny has dropped. Um, look, I'm, 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 I'm going to level with you, man. The dra- these Dragonborn did not give a great first impression. Um, no, but, they didn't. Uh, but, but um, right, but the, at least the penny has dropped, uh, and Brucon continues to um, ponder. But he's kind of he's, he's he's stepping back from the vision, kind of going, "Okay, that seems like enough to be getting on with." I'm sure that mm. more will more will be become become apparent in the future. Um, so now he's going to do regular meditating, um, and uh, yeah, just you know, a bit of calisthenics, yeah. keeping himself in shape. Just, just sort of idly, you know, allowing time to pass. Really, yeah. as a monk, passing do. through the, the rest of the day as you would in in a kind of it fits like a glove being back in the monk routine, meditating, calisthenics, exercise, prayer, all that stuff. Um, and then come the evening. I'm guessing, 
I, I imagine that Brucon's time at the Barkfang Monastery featured quite a lot of practical jokes, and I also feel like he's probably scaling back on that a little bit yeah. here in this familiar territory. But Probably yeah, some in but intoxicants that, that as well. Aside, yes. Yeah, that aside, very What familiar, he should have been doing, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the second bite of the apple and is doing better. Than yeah, that. yeah, for sure. He's older and wiser. And um, the rest of the day goes by peacefully as you get on with that. Um, however come the come the evening when you fall asleep there there is one image that you get in your head um which appears it's it faintly it's not it doesn't suddenly jump out at you and you know, it's not a nightmare but this the when you wake up the next morning the the one image that you take away from you is the face of a great dragon but this like the building that you saw the keep is bronze a bronze dragon head that's just just looking at you calculating as if as if it's can see into can see behind your face and into the inner workings of your mind it's regarding you and you regarding it and that seemed to be the main thing you took away from that dream and with that We'll briefly stop by the rest of the party before the end of today's session. So the rest of you, um, you uh, go to rest for the, the evening with a spot that Brina pointed out, and she tells you um, what uh, what the situation is. Um, so the um, so the Zorn is uh, uh, our guardian protecting the. We were pushed out of our original home by the Drow. They they've enslaved and imprisoned and killed many of our kind so i've been told and we uh, we found this place and the zorn guards the only entrance to it uh, that continues further into the the underdark um he the zorn requires jewels it it eats them i know it's weird and we've always had a good supply that's why we trade our wares for jewels so that we can feed it and it will continue to protect us from the drow. But I think it sounds like they're running out of those jewels, so we're going to have to get some more at some point. I think, Seth, you said something about that you knew somewhere where there were jewels. I mean, maybe we could send some of them there, but... Um, I, I don't think it's something that I can solve but being here. They'll just want me to do my divination that I can see into the future. That's what they want. That's why they want me to stay here. But I... We'll talk more about this tomorrow if you don't mind. Also because I really don't want to rob Angelique of this character moment, so... <laughs> yeah, not, I'm not sure how much help will be. I mean, the only thing we found was like a cavern with a wall full of thousands of gems so I'm not sure how much help we could be it's not yeah probably not very helpful at all yeah that won't be helpful at all I can do sarcasm too Seth okay sparkles I'm going to bed good night <laughs> <laughs> It was that or fireball, Seth. I think mm -hmm. I, I think you got the better end of that deal. So, um, so guys, that's that's I, it for Brina. But is there, there anything? Is there anything the rest of you wanted to do while you're in Sverfhaven before you go to sleep tonight? Because you know, 
there's still stuff going on. There's still hustle and bustle. You could, you know, check out stuff out, or you can just rest up. Entirely up to you. Neris is resting. <laughs> Please. Please. Valar is resting. Please. Yeah. It's Hanging out in, in a kind of xenophobic town. I'm good. We're, yeah, we're in a town with not much space, so I can't make Neris do her fire training. So we'll just do double the next night. Yeah. <laughs> a more a, Yeah, there was definitely a, a, a less fun version of the aliens from Toy Story. Being like, it's danger from the outside. I love how Seth's taken on, taken it on himself to be like Neris's Mr. Miyagi. Like, <laughs> I was, I was like thinking more for qualified Meredith member of the party. <laughs> You're a bum, Rock. <laughs> James, we couldn't hear you if you were saying something. Can't hear nope. you, bud. Well, on that note, I think it's probably a good, oh, good point to stop anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, let's call it there and we will pick up next time when you have all rested in the morning. Um, you're in a safe place so you will have a long rest, not a problem. You hope? Yeah, you will. Um, so so for those of you with a point of exhaustion, the exhaustion will go. Um, Yay! By, by the morning. Yay! So Yay. Um, so thank you very much, guys. Um, thanks for stopping by at uh, Slice and Dust. Thanks for stopping by, San Diego. Um, check us out on next Monday on our YouTube for the premiere of uh, session 12 of The Cage, our newest episode of The Cage. It's back after like a month because of scheduling problems. We are back. So come join us for that. That's Monday, 6 p.m., premiering on our YouTube. Until then, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, stay safe, have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Slice and Dice podcast. You can join in the action with us live on Twitch, Mondays from 6pm UK time. It's twitch.tv slash sliceanddd6. And don't forget to follow us on socials at sliceanddd6. Until next time, stay safe.